0: How's everybody doing, by the way? Everybody good? Yeah. I so good. My sob story. Ready? I know. Fiend. Other than Chad. everybody. Thank other than Chad yo.
1: I'm feeling like a duck in water or some shit. You know, like I'm feeling mm. good. Mm. Real wet. I'm feeling I, duck. <laughs> I always feel real wet. Have you seen my hands? are clammy oh as fuck. Gosh. Oh my
2: God.
3: I gotta go. I gotta go. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, well we,
3: that's,
4: that's a wrap
5: it. thanks everyone for tuning yeah. in this week <laughs>
2: tune in next week to find out how fucking sopping wet Owen is <laughs> wet gosh
0: Everybody, welcome back to The Forecast episode 157. The Forecast is a bi-weekly podcast streamed on Thursdays and released on YouTube podcast on Fridays. We're a community of people who love exploring and discussing all kinds of things from video games and board games to film and TV to our everyday life experiences. If you'd like to know more about what we do, you can follow us at facebook.com forward slash The Horizon FB, or you can come hang out on our Discord channel. Uh, or you can check out our website at wearethehorizon.com. We have a bunch of original content for you to browse through, including our multi-arc Starfinder adventure that we may never actually continue. We'll have to see. <laughs> Stay tuned. Uh, also, a different, everything we talk about is pushed into our cast notes, which is pushed out to whatever podcasting app you are using. I am Aaron, joined by a couple additional peeps. Caleb? Hey, that's me. Jake? Oh, hey, what up?
1: Owen? Hello, guys, How's and non Are your pals. Chad? What a do?
0: al borland that is rude (laughs) and franklin good day (laughs) okay all right you know what i didn't prepare for is nobody has anything off the top this week really no one it makes me sad guys there's nothing in here i have i have written in here anybody have anything well, oh. I, what is, what is uh, well that the was top in Jake color, me?
6: so I thought that was Jake, and I was yeah, like, he's
7: not a leader, That's my so. topic. <laughs> oh, Thank so, you. Wait,
0: so this is your, this is your rant on yeah, how this, nobody has anything yeah, for the podcast? I'm
7: real. God, I'm so mad. We had an extra 30 minutes getting ready, and nobody even thought of a segment. <laughs> now I gotta carry us, drag us through this intro. <laughs> embarrassing. <laughs> embarrassing.
0: It is kind of embarrassing. It is. All right, well, let's move on to what you've been playing lately, then, and uh, Owen, we're gonna start with you this week.
7: Yeah,
1: so I have uh been playing a little bit of Sea of Thieves. Um, because uh the new season's been out and so I've been checking that out. Uh Chad helped me with a little bit of it, and then I've just been playing a lot more by myself as per usual with most games. Um and it's it's been fun. It's it's a it's You know, it's, it's a, it's a good, it's a good time. I like, uh, where it's at. There's like a lot of quests in it now. And I mean, this is something that's been kind of built from various, uh, things and not just like the most recent update, but it's kind of nice to just kind of pop in and it's not just like, okay, I guess we're just going to like sail around and like maybe figure something out. Like there's a lot of, um, kind of quest boards and quest givers at the starting hubs. So you can kind of, uh know what you're doing right off the bat with people. Um, And that's nice and it's a lot of fun. And, you know, just the shenanigans that you can get into uh, in the game is always really cool with something that's so open-worldy and
0: sandboxy. So, uh, it's just been a nice time. At this point, is it going to be able to compete with Skull and Bones? Yeah. (laughs) I
3: mean, I I don't know. I actually read a comment, either on a TikTok or YouTube video, where somebody was like, oh yes, a better Sea of Thieves. (laughs) <laughs>
7: oh,
4: no. Oh,
3: oh no. no.
7: Uh, for sure.
3: One of the things that is, that's cool, actually, you know, Owen mentioned that I played Sea of Thieves. One of the things cool in Sea of Thieves that they added was um, if you have enough money, you can buy your ship before mm-hmm. actually logging in. Um, and so, what that means is they've added you can still go on to a sloop or a brig or a galleon for free. Uh, you're just not technically the captain of the ship, and you can't give it a name. Um, And then with that, there's also like Captain's Voyages, um, and Mm -hmm. there's the, what is it, the Sovereign people that you can sell to?
1: Yeah, there's new people that you can sell to to get different rep. Um, There's also, um, like, there's a logbook that will track everything that you do. Um, And it's really fun when you destroy another person's boat and you take out another team uh, that you pick up their logbook and you see all of the shit that they've done. Because then you can be like, it's like, wow, you know, these guys have been playing for like, you know, so many hours since the, you know, since the update, they've been doing so much stuff. And we just like took them out like that. And so like, you feel really good about that. And plus, like, that's another object that you can sell, um to various factions is that book when you uh get other people's books so that's neat that it I mean, yeah. I, that's, I mean, that's I, 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 was, I, was like, that's all I've got. Was like, I've been playing it. Jesus. It's fun. We've talked about this game on ad nauseum. You're not gonna start playing it now, so I'm not gonna try to sell it. So yeah, yeah, okay. All right, cool. got it, got, it got, got it, got it, got it, got it. All right, Jake, moving on
3: to you. That
7: was so fucking cold blooded. He's <laughs> like, are right, you done? Great. <laughs> Yes. <laughs>
3: so this is gonna be tonight Yeah, very what?
7: confrontational. This is what happens when we don't have an intro. Can't take the edge off. Yeah. Uh I'm, so I'm trying. I I actually I went back and I finished Final Fantasy VI, like the original. Mm, uh, nice. Not the remakes? Not the remake. Well, because okay. I was like, oh, I finally got a PS5 a while ago and I was like, oh I should play the remake and get like the DLC and I was like, well, I kinda wanna finish the original first. So like I did. I went, I got it, I modded it a little bit, which I think actually made it worse. Shouldn't have modded it.
4: <laughs> Rough.
7: <laughs> yeah, I like. What I got was a the mod. mod. The one that messed me up is there was one that was supposed to, like, redo all of the music, but I think they didn't redo all of the music. I think they redid some of the music. And the tracks they didn't redo just didn't play. Because
4: mm-hmm. uh, there were a lot of cutscenes nice. where I was
7: like, wow, they just didn't feel <laughs> like putting music here.
2: This, this is really artsy.
7: I was like, this is so weird. It's like, this feels really epic. They should have put something here. And then I like turned it off and I was like, oh, they did put something there. I just ruined it. Mm. (laughs) But weird, weird modding issue aside. It's actually it's a really good game. Uh, Obviously, it's old as shit. Uh, It's very blocky in game. The cutscenes still look pretty nice. Uh, But it's it's I had a lot of fun with it. Uh, It's a JRPG, obviously. uh, But what's kind of nice about it is that the combat moves along at a pretty good pace. It's not it's kind of a weird system. It's not, strictly speaking, turn based. It's like every character has like a timer that starts. And when that fills up, they can make an act. They can like do something. So it's like real time turn based kind of it's kind of weird. But point being, it keeps the pace up like it, combat comes and goes pretty quickly, which is really nice. Like Chrono Trigger. Yeah, actually, pretty much like trigger. Chrono Trigger, not Kono Trigger. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's obviously... It's got a lot of issues JRPGs have. Like, you have a big party, but people who aren't in your party don't really get XP. So you're really incentivized to just, like, pick two guys and just stick with them no matter what. But then it does also do things where, like, certain party members just won't be available anymore. So, <sighs> like, you're gonna be screwed no matter what. And some quests, even, it's like, hey, you know that guy you literally never used? He's in your party for this quest. Good luck. It's like, (laughs) oh, man, he's like level five. I've literally never bought him (laughs) any gear. Not great. Not great. Um, But one thing that was really weird about this that I kind of didn't expect. There's a lot of like mini games in here. Kind of expected it to just be like a, a standard JRPG without a lot of frills. But there's like there's a motorcycle racing mini game. There's obviously Chocobo racing. There's a part where you have to drive a submarine. There's a part where you're flying a plane. There's like a whole casino zone where you can just play all these random ass casino games. It was just really weird to like encounter, especially like the the submarine. You're like chasing another submarine. And if you just like hold forward, you get them. There's like a <laughs> billion mechanics. But if you just like go forward fast, that's all you need to do. It's so bizarre to me. I don't really is, know why it's all in there.
6: Is there Blitzball?
7: There's not Blitzball.
6: Oh, I, man. Yeah, I think that is nine and 10 calls from like your cousin to go play Venice sometimes
7: to go race submarines. Yeah, 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 that's (laughs) Grand Theft Auto really ripped this off. I don't know how they (laughs) got away with it. Yeah,
2: Nico's hair is really spiky. I don't know what that's about.
7: (laughs) But yeah, the story also like, I you know, it's an old game and I was like, I probably I think I know most of the story, but I really didn't. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know if I should spoil it or not, but like. It's wild. There's so much just weird shit that, like, barely, that kind of doesn't make sense. For the most part, it doesn't make sense, but it's weird, and they certainly go for it, which I kind of appreciate.
2: Does it it make Advent Children make any more sense?
7: I've not seen Advent Children. I'm going to assume no. Is Cloud in Advent Children?
2: Yeah. Uh, He might be. Yeah. Yeah,
7: Cloud's
1: in. Oh,
6: no. I'm
7: thinking of a different one. Well, then maybe. I don't know. Can I? Does anyone care if I talk about the story? Is the story nope. the same when did as the this remake, game come out? or did it I change? I don't know. I haven't played much of the remake. Hmm. I played, played. I played a really little care. bit of the remake. Okay, so it Spoiler turns out, out Cloud is a clone of Sephiroth, which is not something oh. I ever knew. And like they use the word "clone" weirdly because it's it's not like he was grown as an exact replica of Sephiroth. He's just like a different guy, and they like injected him with Sephiroth juice. <laughs> So, like, oh. he, like, hears Sephiroth in his head, and Sephiroth can, like, control him sometimes, and then That's later That's not he what a clone can't. is. I know, which is why I was so confused, because A, he doesn't look like Sephiroth, so obviously not a clone, and B, people are like, no, like, I knew you before, and I'm like, how the fuck was he a clone then? <laughs> like, he can't have been a child who grew up in this town and a clone. That doesn't make any goddamn sense, Final Fantasy. Doesn't work.
6: Yeah, they just make up their own rules.
7: I mean, I, li- I literally had to like Google it at one point because I was like, what's happening? Like, it, these things cannot all be true.
5: What made you decide to play the original over the remake?
7: Well, because I, I knew the remake made some like changes. And I was like, I feel like I'm not going to like appreciate the stuff it changes if I don't know the original. Mm. And so I was like, you know, to get like the <laughs> full experience, I was like, I'll just go play the original. And I'm glad I did. It was really fun. I was also I was really glad I played it like I can't imagine playing this back in the day because there's just there's a lot of like weirdly obtuse stuff like there's a part where like you're like one of your party members disappears and like the the game's just like okay just like do whatever I guess whatever who gives a shit and the way you like progress the plot from there is you go to this random town you've never been before and you talk to a cat and when you talk to the cat someone in the background says hey Steve. Did you see that party member wash up on the beach? And your character goes, oh, my God, they're here. What are the odds? (laughs) And there's like, there's no indication to go there. There's no indication to talk to the cat. It's a cat. There's no reason to talk to it. It doesn't talk. You
2: always talk to cats and dogs in RPGs. I, I
7: guess. Apparently, I didn't know I had to Google it. I had to Google so much stuff. There's another part. There's like a robot walking towards the city and they're like, oh no, we gotta go fight that robot. So like I went to the city the robot was walking towards and then they were like no you fucking idiot. You gotta go stand <laughs> just outside the city and wait for the robot to slowly walk up to you and then you'll fight it. And it's just like, what, what is happening? Why would that be the thing to do? I don't know man. There's just weird stuff. It does it has a really cool final boss at least. Like, it's very over the top. It's like the classic anime you fight God. Like, he literally Mm. has a move where he summons a meteor from outer space, and you watch it smash through Pluto, Saturn, and Jupiter. And then it crashes into the sun, which explodes, and it destroys Mercury and Venus. And then the explosion, like, just hits the tip of Earth, presumably hitting your party, and does, like, a bunch of damage. It's like That's a minute absurd. long attack. It was the craziest thing because it just kept going and going, and then
6: it, like it, like I mean, just destroyed that, the Earth. That wipes out all life at this point.
7: No, no, no. It, like it, it just it just touched Earth, just like a little is, bit. Like,
6: there's like no there's sun, sun now, though, right? Yeah. yeah.
7: Just just kissed it. Yeah, yeah. You we don't need the sun. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what has it done for us? I don't know, man. Fucking uh, buckwild. Can he
6: use that? Attack more than once because that'd be funny.
7: I only <laughs> saw it once. I'm assuming it was a one and done move, but it would have been hilarious if he just did it again. <laughs> <laughs> Planets getting
3: destroyed, <laughs> going straight to the
7: sun again.
0: Oh, are my all Lord. the boss fights in Final Fantasy games like that? Or are they just way over the top with like super crazy bosses?
7: Not. I mean, so I mean, just talking about this game. Are you are you talking about the final boss specifically? <laughs>
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like the final bosses and other Final Fantasy games. I've never played any of them, so I don't have Actually, any context.
7: This is I've never finished a Final Fantasy game before. This is my <laughs> first one, I guess. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's your final so,
0: game. It's
3: in the title. Yeah, I'm done. That's that's right, the trailer for the mm-hmm.
6: new Final Fantasy game. Looks like all the bosses are going
7: to yeah. be a wild God. They're just fighting creatures. God after God after God. Oh,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. Okay.
7: It's man. Yeah, because it, it runs the whole game because there's another time where you just fight like a fat guy in a suit <laughs> nice. and literally that boss fight ends, you like beat him. And it looks like he's gonna get hit by an airplane that's taking off, but it misses him, and the airplane flies away, and then he gets hit by a bus.
4: Subversion, like, dude. Subversion of expectations.
7: Thing. I mean, it got me. I did laugh out loud when it happens. Just so it's such a weird game. I don't know. I I really liked it though. Nice.
6: Do you think there's an Isekai based off of that dude? No somewhere
7: <laughs> man i bet that would be so cool the final <laughs> fantasy isekai you're the fat guy in a suit uh. i'd watch it
0: all right i'll go next uh i've only been playing one game recently and that is hard west 2 which is a uh tactical turn-based shooter uh it's fun it's a fun game but uh, i will say right out the gate um the they should have said
6: shooter is Did it, i say is shooter
0: it, is it though Sorry. It's like XCOM. It's, like, you know, it's, it's it's like it's, if it was turn-based is that what you're telling me? No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I like describing things incorrectly. You remember this? <laughs> I have I have a question for you about this wonderful game because yeah, yeah,
1: I Thought it looked very cool and I was going to pick it up, but everybody In the comments of like on the reviews mentioned that it's less of a tactical game like XCOM and more of a puzzle
0: game like into the breach Okay, yeah, so let me describe this um <clears throat> First of all, when they develop this game, they have, they have there's like three modes. There's uh, Normal, Hard, and then Nightmare, I think is what the top mode's called. It mm-hmm. should just be called Puzzle. It should just be mm-hmm. Normal, Hard, and Puzzle, and that's it. Because the one thing that the difference, like the main different mechanic that's introduced between Hard and Nightmare is that there is a round timer for every single combat that you have. So whereas before, and, and this game is very linear, so it's not like a... There's no open world sandbox. You're basically just going mission to mission to mission to chapter to chapter to chapter, and kind of pursuing it with this squad of four that you can pool from a like a larger group. Let's say like there's about six or seven different characters you can play with. And uh, the difference between the lower difficulties and the upper difficulty is it's difference between you like uh, saves coming and not, because there's actually no way to beat the game unless you do that on the on the highest level difficulty. Um, I can remember some missions that I played where it like it would be pretty fun just on like the normal mode but when you go to the highest difficulty mode the puzzle it's if you make one mistake you basically cannot complete the mission. You would have like mm. 8 rounds to kill 35 enemies. Jesus. It's it's diff- okay, so let me describe a couple basic mechanics in the game because it's a little bit different than other turn-based tactics games in that um you have like four characters you're playing with. Each of them have like special abilities that you can kind of coordinate with your other characters, but They have uh two main mechanics that kind of change the game one is called the bravado system so if you get a kill you just recover your entire ap which is everybody always has three ap so if you get a kill you just recover that entire ap and then you can go on it and it'll just go on endlessly so i killed like 15 enemies in a row one time and just kept recovering ap Hmm. um so you have that mechanic and then also there's another half of it where it's uh bullet bouncing So there's all these interactable objects all over the map, and a lot of the enemies you'll face will have this thing called duelist, which is if you shoot them, they just shoot you back and do the same exact amount of damage you would do to them. So you can't always attack an enemy head on. You either have to use a character that has a melee or you have to bounce bullets off of multiple objects in order to get a better angle at hitting them wherever they have cover at on the map. That's really cool. It's unique. the game takes into account like the bullet travel distance. So sometimes if you're playing with a guy who has like a long rifle, you can bounce two or three times before you hit an enemy. And for instance, let's say you were standing on like uh, low ground and he's on high ground, you may have like, you know, 50% chance of hitting. But if you shoot a water tower that's sitting above him after bouncing off of the sign on the street, now you have like a 95% chance of hit because it's <laughs> bounce, bounce and then it hits him. So that part's kind of cool and and planning out how you fight the game. So I guess oh, to answer your question, everybody who's giving those reviews is only playing the game on the hardest level difficulty. Mm -hmm. I would not recommend doing that unless you really want to play a puzzle game because that's all it is. Is it just a giant puzzle mission after mission after mission?
1: Yeah, no, I I think I would just do the regular mode, but that gives me hope to pick this up then because I, I liked the idea of it not being a puzzle.
0: Um, it it's yeah, the lower levels are great. And it's basically like, uh, if you can imagine cowboys versus aliens with also some like native American lore kind of, thrown in there here and there. Um, The characters you play with have some pretty cool like special abilities. One of them could shoot handguns through a whole bunch of walls so you can hit a whole bunch of enemies at the same time. One of them has this like sprint where he runs all the way across the map and depending on how far he runs, he deals extra damage to the person that he hits. Um, There's people that can create clones of themselves, essentially, or like shadows so that they're attacked. All of that kind of builds in and plays into the whole idea of if you play on the highest level difficulty and it's puzzle based, then you basically pick one character and it's, I pick the main guy, the guy who's kind of running the crew and, uh, I just use him to kill everyone. So I'll send all the rest of my guys all over the map and I'll get them down low enough health where I can get him just ramping up on bravado system and constantly getting kills. Does it's, it run
5: into that issue XCOM does where you have a 90% chance to hit at one square away with a shotgun and he misses like twice in a row in the same round?
0: Yeah. I had a 99% chance of hitting multiple times one square mm. away and I missed. And I don't know why that's just built into games that way.
5: But that would be so frustrating on the hardest difficulty.
0: It is very frustrating. You're like one round away from winning. It is very frustrating. And it's really dumb, too, because the game also has this um, it's uh, mostly is like map based. So you there's like an overworld, you navigate to different areas and then you sort of go to that area and you'll have a combat against a bunch of enemies. And you're always outnumbered four to five to one somewhere in that range. So you'll have to traverse all the way across a map. You have maybe 12 rounds. There's four of you. There's 35 enemies. You're kind of like just moving and shooting and moving and shooting and so that sort of thing. But also, interspersed, they have a whole bunch of, uh, like, battle on horseback. So you'll be like, all four of your characters will be on horseback chasing a train, and you have to do the same thing you would do normally except all your characters on horseback and, oh, by the way, you don't get to use any of your special abilities because they're not usable while you're on horses. Oh, my God. Yeah, Jeez. and you get bonus cover when you're on a horse because, you know, you're f- going really fast on a horse. So when my guy's standing on top of a train, normally he'd have, like, high ground plus 25%, plus you're, like, wide out in the open. Oh, no, he's on a horse. He's really easy to miss. Okay, all right, game, whatever you say. I, in general, I think a, a lot of those tactics games struggle with that percentage-based chance to hit thing, and I, yeah. I don't know of a good
5: way around it, the uh, um, Mario vs. Rabbids game did a really good job, I think, where you
0: always
5: have 0%, 50%, or 100%, regardless okay, of Okay, that's numbers, nice. Based on how much mm-hmm. power
0: they have. I, I will I like say the, the other main change between hard and nightmare, whatever it's called, is actually that they make the percentage more granular. So I think mm-hmm. they are a bit more stationary in the lower levels, maybe like every 10% or something. But when you get to the highest level, it's, yeah, you can get all the way to 99% and miss a shot, and it really sucks. <laughs> Um yeah I, the game's really cool. Uh, the other thing that they have uh, all your characters have um they all share inventory and they all share this sort of card system. So in order you don't level characters up, you basically give them playing cards. You have a you have a deck of cards essentially that you're collecting throughout the game and then you're setting them up with a with a hand. It's like a poker hand. So you can two of a kind, four of a kind, uh you know, full house, straight, flush, that sort of thing. And the higher hand you can give that character, the more stats you give them and the more ability unlocks you give them. So hearts will give you all hit points, Uh, clubs will give you all movement speed, spades will give you all chance to bullseye and that sort of thing. And so you're kind of like setting cards for each character and then building those hands so that you can unlock the more powerful abilities for each character when you play. So it it convinces you to go do a bunch of side missions instead of just following the main storyline, which is, it's fun. It's it's a well-built game, I really like it. And again, if you really like puzzles, I think top end highest level difficulty actually very fun but you got to be ready that you're going to be really annoyed and you're just going to have to save over and over until you get it right because that's the only way to do it Man. yeah yeah anyway cool game i didn't even mention by the way this is obviously set in like a western theme but also <laughs> i guess it kind of did i kind of did it's I called did. hard uh, Cowboys versus aliens. It.
1: <laughs> and, and, yeah the cowboy versus aliens i think kind of nails it also you're fighting the devil so that's
6: cool well, obviously, it's, cool. it's a western. Who else are you going to fight? I mean, fight? the devil did go down to Georgia, so.
0: Mm. Which is, Which is that's, that's definitely in the west. In the in west. west. So it's, it's good that he mentioned. Guys, you know how good Alex is with maps and directions and orientation. <laughs> Just yeah, let I him have, be.
7: I have literally no idea how good he is with maps and directions. I'm going to guess bad. Based I, on mean, I was <laughs>
6: saying the devil's not in the west. It's in the east. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So
0: Aaron clarified. Oh, well. Good game. Go play it. Check it out. It's really fun
7: uh alex up to you
0: oh boy <laughs> do you not remember what you played i'm just throwing off now did you not citizen know sleeper. you were
7: gonna be next no <laughs> it's in order actually if you look at our <laughs> notes a little peek behind the curtain
6: Party the we do have notes you,
7: you, do you want to talk about citizen sleeper <laughs> yeah you i'll feed you your line
6: uh i played citizen sleeper oh um, did you
7: cool word
6: sick <laughs> It's like an adventure game slash RPG sort of thing. It's a futuristic sci-fi, like hard sci-fi world. And I guess most people compare it to, um, uh, what's the game, Caleb? Uh, Disco Elysium. Disco Elysium.
7: Wow, you knew what he was talking about. Well done. Yeah, (laughs) we've talked talked about this.
6: Uh, So it's like mainly you're reading story content and making choices and it's got the pen and paper rpg feel because you your character has you know several stats to choose from and you're good in some of them bad in some others and those affect rolls for choices and you basically are on this day cycle where you get uh six die or five die per day as long as you're like fully healed and you use die to do actions in the world right so if you use like a die that rolled 6 you basically have 100% chance to succeed at doing whatever action it is. But if you use a, a die that's rolled like a one, you're probably going to have like a worse chance. And outcomes change. But like you have a negative, neutral, or positive outcome based on what you're doing and what die you roll for it. So it's, it's pretty dynamic in that kind of system and, and what happens every day. The story is like really good. You're a sleeper in this world, and a sleeper is basically a person that has sold themselves to a corporation uh and they're put in like stasis somewhere and their mind is uploaded into a robot to work for this corporation and the <laughs> the sleeper is the robot and in your case you have kind of escaped the grasp of this mega corporation and are on this space station trying to figure out kind of what happened to you in your past what happened to other sleepers that are around Interacting with a bunch of unique cool characters and trying to figure out how to survive uh the corporation has like a uh insurance policy to not lose their product, which is you at this point, in that your body will break down if you don't uh routinely use this stabilizer drug, and you like a lot of the game is revolving around like figuring out how to survive on the station, securing stabilizer, securing like alternate means to survive that kind of thing. And you're managing, like, your health state and your energy level while still trying to, like, pull off objectives for people on the station, figure out, you know, you've got a tracker on you, you're trying to get rid of that. There's people that work for the corporation around, there's bounty hunters, it's all pretty complex and uh, really interesting, I think. Um, I think the game's only supposed to be, like, eight hours long, it ended up taking me, like, 15 because I like, over-explored and did pretty much everything you could do in the game. And there's, like, nine different endings you can get. That's pretty cool. Also, they're working on a uh, free DLC, so the first uh, part of that DLC is out already, and the next part's coming out in October. That's, like, an extended story uh, that will feature, like, some new characters and things like that. It kind of leaves on a cliffhanger right now with that part of the story. Uh,
7: sounds cool, um, though. Is there, um, is there, like, classes at all?
6: There are classes, okay. but it really just decides uh, there's, like, two stats. You'll get a plus one in at the beginning, and okay. a stat you'll get a minus one in. It's, it does
7: sound really Disco to me.
6: Yeah, like, it, you. so you have, like, objectives, and if you complete an objective, you'll get a point to spend on your character that you can put into getting a plus one in something, or there's perks, so, like, you can uh, get a perk that, like, sometimes you'll get energy when you do this type of action, that sort of thing.
7: I think I think the question everyone is thinking though is, can you have an argument with your necktie at any point?
6: Very <laughs> not an encounter like that, uh, <laughs> but shame. it does really make me want to play Disco Elysium because people say it's like basically like sci-fi Disco Elysium. Okay,
7: um, I mean that sounds. Is this um? It sounded like no, but it's uh no voiceover, no no voice acting. You just read. Yeah.
6: No. Okay. No voiceover. You just you read. All Disco right. Elysium didn't start with voiceovers, right? It did not, it no, later. but
7: they they added it. Now every mm-hmm. everyone who has the game has it. Mm-hmm. Um, that was cool. Yeah. I'm, honestly, I'm not sure like it's not that it's bad voice acting in Disco Elysium. It's just that there's so much text that I'd almost right. rather read it because I can read faster than I can listen.
6: <laughs> can you turn it off?
7: Yeah, I mean, yeah, but I
0: will say I, don't know. I tried playing this game on the Steam Deck and the text is like i don't know if it's either so small (laughs) or because it's in a sans serif but holy crap this game is hard to play on a small screen i'm like really like squinting Uh, i guess i was on the plane too so it was like maybe shaking a little bit i'm like all right i'm gonna throw up if i keep reading all this text (laughs) i could see it being (laughs)
6: hard to do in that situation yeah
0: yeah yeah wasn't quite as good i mean i really liked the initial i don't know 30 minutes that i played but at that point (laughs) i was like all right nap time i also do
6: feel like it takes a a bit to get into it's kind of a little bit slow in the in the first like hour or so
7: i feel like most rpgs are
6: yeah uh, i guess that's sure. not
7: universally true final fantasy 7 starts with you planning a bomb in a power plant <laughs> so not exactly a slow start but you know usually i guess
6: yeah but yeah i highly recommend it cool not that expensive uh caleb how about you
5: I'm playing a couple things. Uh, the first is uh, Adaka. Adaka? I don't know how you pronounce it. Attica. I like Attica, actually. Um, but it is described as a Half-Life 2 like game, which is
7: That's garbage. Pretty... That's nothing. It's a shooter. So here's <laughs> the thing. It
5: borrows a lot from Half-Life. Uh, first-person shooter with a gravity thing. In this case, I think it's a glove that you can use to just yank objects to you and launch them at people. Uh, if you stun an enemy, you can yank the gun out of their hand, and then they just run away looking for a weapon while you murder them. That's that always funny. very fun. Yeah. And it has a lot of the atmosphere that's really good in, in Half-Life and in the Half-Life games. Really good atmosphere. And the level design is a little lacking compared to a Half-Life game, but overall, I've been having a lot of fun with it. A lot of weird weapons to try out. There's a There's a What's the Ravenholm? There's a Ravenholm-like area, which is the best area in Half-Life. Got that horror feel to it. They just took so that, fun. too, huh? They took a lot from Half-Life. There's like a two-hour demo of it that you can try out. It's like crazy long.
7: Two hours is really generous. <laughs> yeah.
5: Yeah, I think I, played, I think I played for like an hour and a half and then decided to pick up the game. Um, but it's, I've been really enjoying it. I haven't finished it yet. Pretty good.
0: Mm. Okay, real quick note. That, that brings me back to something. If you guys played the demo for Hard West 2, do not resume your save. You cannot continue. It'll what? let you resume where you were at, but you cannot go past the end of the demo. You just get, Why just get stuck. Why you put that
7: feature in there?
0: I do not know. It's got to be a bug. I'm you pretty sure you, it is.
3: is. I'm sure you just didn't want to tell us that to where we could experience going through the listen, entire raid? Listen. And then
0: <laughs> First of all, it was a dungeon chat. I'm sorry. Uh, okay, true. Yeah, I <laughs> Slipped my mind. Uh, now well, the other game
5: so I've been weird. playing is Cult of the Lamb, which actually came out today. Played quite mm. a bit of it
0: today. Uh, it is a you said that was kind of a smirk, so I'm assuming yeah. you played more than quite a bit.
1: Yeah, how are you reviewing a game that just came out, man?
5: I mean, I played like three and a half hours of it. Jesus, <laughs> <laughs> I, did I you it two and a half hours ago? I was yeah. a little overworked <laughs> this week and last week, so I'm kind of catching up, evidently on hours, not taking some time off. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, But it is a melee, room-based roguelike. So think Binding of Isaac, but all melee weapons. And that's how most of it plays out. You're going through the dungeon, killing off these big bosses in order to save your uh, god, essentially. And then in between those runs, you're building up a cult in the name of your god. So you're finding new followers while you're out in the dungeon, converting them, and then you come back and you build up a base. You're going to build up like a temple and you Get people doing like uh, chopping down wood and mining stuff in order to build up this cult, and constantly you're doing like doctrines, which are laws essentially they got to follow, or mm. it gives them traits that makes them easier to feed or you know more faithful. It actually that part I think plays out really similarly to a slim down version of Frostpunk, where there's like a few different things you got to manage while also introducing like new laws and changing the way that they act.
0: Do they have as like detrimental as uh like results as when in Frosthaven when you're making decisions?
5: Uh, you can so you can unlock things that are pretty that can be pretty detrimental. I like you can unlock the ability to just sacrifice people in rituals. Okay, okay, so all right. I mean it gets it gets pretty dark. Yep, you can do some pretty yep. messed up stuff. Yeah, any uh, children slave labor? No, there's no children in it. They're all okay. Anthropomorphized. All right. just
3: yeah, this both looks creature. horrifying and extremely cute at the same time. <laughs> right?
5: <laughs> it's got a really nice aesthetic. <laughs> is the management stuff Hulu for... cute stuff? The management stuff is actually fun. I okay. I I find it gets into that mindset of like, oh, I'm just gonna do one more. And then you unlock something new and it's like, ah, oh, I gotta go do that real fast. And you're constantly kind of doing that in between the runs. So it gives a nice the... break to the roguelike runs.
6: Yeah. I played the demo and I was like I wish I didn't have to do this part. I just want to do the the run. It it's not as tedious as it seemed in the demo.
0: Okay. Cool. Um any other notes on it? You good? Yeah? Cool. All right. Awesome. Sweet. (laughs) Excellent. Chad. Oh, played some games. Bruh. Yeah, my list
3: is long, but it's only one that I really want to focus on. Um so I play a little bit of Guild Wars 2. Uh Kate and I decided to actually start End of Dragons finally. Um, it's cool. Uh, it's revisiting the, uh, factions expansion from guild wars one. Um, they're the map location, but it's just a hundred years in the future. So, um, they got a bunch of like futurized tech and, uh, where one of the major outposts were is actually like underwater now. And so there's like new caning, um, that you can go and visit. Uh, you can eventually get a turtle mount. There's a boat. You can fish. Um, cool stuff it's cool addition uh so i'm i'm curious to see what the story is going to entail there it's end of dragons so sp- supposedly with what i'm seeing with this story uh there's going to be no more dragons and then there's going <laughs> to be another expansion so we'll see what that looks like um i played a little bit of elden ring uh killed a couple more bosses um kind of i got to a point where i, I guess i i played a little too much too fast and I just mm-hmm. wanted, I got a little burnt out. So mm-hmm. I, I took a break while I was in the, the Royal Capital. And then uh, I've gotten back into it and, and powered through some more of the Royal Capital. So um, picked up Salt and Sacrifice with Caitlin. Uh, that's a pretty fun game. I think Alex and Caleb talked about that last time, right? A little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. So it's a, it's a fun game. Uh, I started as a high blade. So I had like a katana kind of thing. And then decided that um, whenever I play any Souls-like game, uh, if I'm not using a giant sword, then I'm not playing it right. So I had to re-roll <laughs> my character. <laughs> uh, so that's been cool. It's 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 really unique with like the the hunts and stuff like that that you do. And um, there's like mages that you can actually like, follow, and you like kill them in one area, and then they like teleport to another area and like kill them there, and then finally you follow them to a boss arena. Um, you get different elements from each one there's like fire water uh, hydro electric poison and then you can go back to base and it unlocks different um styled stuff to equip um for instance the hydro guy uh i believe gives me physical defense with a necklace um and then the fire guy gives me more health with the ring Uh, so it's, it's cool stuff like that um the one that I wanted to focus on though is kind of it's it's interesting, but I would focus on this because it's an older game. Uh, it's Guild Wars though, Guild Wars One. Mm, um I, don't know. I picked it back up randomly, and then I convinced my parents to buy it and Kate to buy it, and uh, we're about to go through the the campaigns. Um, it's actually kind of uh, like I I thought I remembered what Guild Wars was, but then I started playing it again and like. It's so much more than what, what I remember. Like it's so unique. It's one of the most unique MMOs out there, in my opinion. Um, the way that it plays is it's all instance. So basically, you go into these hubs. Uh, it's basically Path of Exile. Um, I, I believe Path of Exile mm-hmm. actually took their um, the way the games played uh, from like Guild Wars. They like credit Guild Wars. Um, so basically, you're in these towns, you're forming parties, and then you go out into the missions and you don't see anybody else except for your party. Um, it's kind of roguelite-esque at, the, at that point because if your party dies, you have to restart the mission all over from the very beginning. Uh, you don't, there's no like checkpoint in it. Um, we found that out the hard way when my father pulled a trebuchet, <laughs> killed three of us, and then he resurrected me instead of the healer. And then me and him, two warriors, tried to take on the rest of the level, got to the very last boss, died, and had to redo the level um yeah because it's all instance, death
6: is, is handled really cool like everybody has access to a resurrection signet which they can use once so kind of like in destiny raids where you can read somebody one time or you know whatever yeah. and then you get morale boosts which can like restore it also if you die you get death penalty which just like negatively affects all your stats
4: yeah
3: mm. so you basically what you put on armor and uh you know, there's different attributes that uh, increase your health or energy. And then when you start getting death penalty, your 250 uh, health may be now 200. And then you get death penalty again, and it may be 150. And then you get death penalty again, and it may be 100. And it's, so, like, you pretty much, when you're dying, it's not just like, oh, I die willy-nilly, like, whatever. Like, I'll just get res by my, my healer that has an infinite res skill. It's like, no, if you die, you're literally becoming less effective. And so we're probably not going to be able to finish this mission um Hmm. so yeah also the multi-classing how how they handle multi-classing uh you play world of warcraft and you're a druid you have druid skills and only druid skills you're warrior you have warrior skills you're only warrior skills you can like i'm a what a warrior you have warrior skills no Uh, no the first one
2: (laughs) druid 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 yeah
3: you're druid dude yeah okay Okay, obviously so basically you can tree in a different like sections of each class in world of warcraft but you're always going to be that specific role of like you're going to be a tanker. You're always that class, yeah. Yeah, you're always that class. In this one, uh, you can pretty much like, so for instance, I'm a warrior, uh, and then I chose monk as my secondary, so I can pretty much heal myself and sustain myself. I'm not going to be as effective as an actual healer, um, but I still have that class uh, tied, tied in to where I could use like these different uh, healing skills or like smiting skills. or um, And then also you can there's a certain point in the game where you you're going to be able to unlock all of the classes and so you'll be the warrior as your front end but then you'll choose any of the other classes and be able to use it so the the builds that you can make with the eight skills that you have on your bar um it is just incredible like it's just it, it, there's always like theory crafting um it's kind of like a weirdly a deck builder MMO where you're like you're you're building out with your entire party, uh, a good set of skills to go into uh, a raid with or, or a mission with. Um, it's not like World of Warcraft where it's like once you unlock all the skills, you just have them on your bar. Maybe you don't hit like one of them ever, but you have them all unlocked. You Again, actually because like
6: everything is instanced. You can't change stuff on the fly right. once you start. Right. So you basically like
3: very intentional with the way you're setting up your skills and you're using every single one when you're inside of each instance instead of leaving them off to the side and not uh doing anything with it um the part that that i'm playing right now because i've been interested this in this for years uh is a title that i'm going after called legendary defender of ascalon so the game is set up where there's this tutorialized section of the game uh called pre-searing um and that goes into the story of like the char coming attack and destroy ascalon and As post searing, and you're actually in the world with the rest of the people, and you're able to go through the actual story. But in pre searing, uh, you're pretty much only going to get to like level five, six, seven, maybe, and then leave. Uh, But there's a title called Legendary Defender of Ascalon where you get to level 20 with just being in pre searing. So you you don't have any missions. You don't have much of like anything around you that's your level. Uh, Most Mm -hmm. things are like level 11. uh, And so what. There's like different um strategies and, and to do and what to like get to level 20 within pre-saring one of which is like don't turn any quest in until you're like level 17 like at all. So like you you complete the quests but you don't accept the rewards. Uh, another one thing is called death leveling, which this is I think one of the I've never heard of this in any other game. So I, I if this isn't a different MMO, please correct me, but death leveling is something that I find super uh interesting. It's There are these res shrines around the map. And what happens is if you are solo and pre-searing and you die, it'll take 10 seconds and you'll res at the res shrine. What death leveling is, is you bring enemies over to that res shrine. And so you've lured them to a spot where you should have been safe, but now they're there to where you could just AFK and you can let the enemy kill you from level 2 all the way up to level 15, 16, 20. You're leveling the, the enemy with your character. Letting the, char- the enemy farm your body to level them up to where you can actually start getting experience from them. Um, and so I have actually done this today to tame a pet on level with me. Uh, because I'm level 16 in pre-searing and the pet that I wanted was only level 2. So I've basically AFK'd and let this pet kill me over and over again and he's level 15
1: right now. So
4: that's
6: just like it's also, so... weird. It's worth noting... Guild Wars One's max level is twenty, unlike yeah, a lot yeah. of other MMOs. And it kind of scales accordingly. So Oh. I was just assuming that like max level was
0: way higher and twenty yeah. is just like, oh you've made the first mark. No, no, it no. It usually is, takes like, a long time to get, get to game. twenty. Like holy really
6: crap. The, the, get coolest towards thing the end about, of the game that gets to twenty usually.
3: The coolest thing about Guild Wars is one, is um you can basically choose to make it a grind, or you could play it like a story game. And you could just get some buddies together and and just go through the story there will be like maybe a point here and there where you have to like get maybe some better armor which i like when i was looking at the prices of the armor and the amount of materials it was going to take like it's honestly not that much so once again it wouldn't take that long to grind it now there's like the quote-unquote elite armors and it's like that's the stuff where it's going to take like 10 20 30 hours to actually grind out um but yeah, I mean you can just play through the game, not really grind much, get to the end,
0: you know, you're fulfilled because you played the story and then be over with it. Nice. That the death grinding seems so freaking weird though. Yeah, yeah I mean I, like I mentioned it, it, it almost like almost like game manipulating. All right, here's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to die yeah. and over and over and over near this red shrine to level up this enemy that levels me up and yeah. So There's so strange. Some
3: there's also they added Vanguard missions which are daily missions in pre searing that give you a 1000 XP every time you finish them uh, that oh. wasn't a thing uh, when I was at, going for this originally um, mm. and so I did get to level 16 without any of those strategies uh, I used a little bit of death leveling I you know I went through all like all of this I also uh, got a pet and realized that I haven't played this in a while because my pet was my X Xx ex girlfriend's name <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah I had, yes.
6: um, I had like a, Love it. a decade of birthday presents on my character when I logged in Yeah, game. yeah. Wow. Right This nice. game is uh, 17 years old uh, sometime in 2018 that some devs from the gw 2 team went back and worked on it a bit and added some graphical stuff um, computer systems are way way more powerful now like the requirements are a Pentium 3 to run this game right so they just completely unlocked the uh, the view distance to where you can just see forever now and like made it to where like all characters actually use their their high texture stats in towns and stuff like that that used to be toned down. So actually the game doesn't look half bad because the art direction's
0: pretty good. So What's
6: what's oh, actually
3: wild is this game?
0: Seventeen years. Seventeen years. Seventeen years. Wow. What's
3: actually wild is I I just was curious and so I glanced at the Reddit. And it's still having posts to this day, and wow. there are still wow. guilds that are active, and there's a Discord that's active, and so it's just this game is still like alive, quote unquote, but it's it's basically dead. It's, it's on live support, but it's not live support. Yeah, it's got it's a small, small community, community,
6: but when we logged in and there was like you know a bunch of people in town, I was like, that's crazy.
3: It's it's actually kind of weird that there's a, a cult following of pre-searing only players. Uh, which will Mm -hmm. never leave pre-searing to go to the rest of the game, which you could get to the rest of the campaigns. It is just a small little square that you play in. That's it. Um, And actually, we found out that there were people who were griefing the pre-searing community uh, because there's a certain point where you go and talk to somebody and you tell him, hey, my party's ready to leave. Uh, I do not want to return to this area again. And so you leave all the quests behind. You leave, you know, old Ascalon. You you leave all of it and you go to post-searing. And we kept trying to do that with uh, my parents and, and we couldn't get into the mission together. Alex looked it up and, and t- coming to find out because so many people are getting griefed, they're getting invited to parties for different things. Like, Hey, I want to sell black dye, or Hey, I want to, uh, a gate monkey to go and open the, the gate to get across the wall to actually go fight the char because of all that. And then getting teleported to postering, they just disabled that feature. That's no longer, you can't click that button. It's still there. You just, when you click it, nothing happens.
0: You have to do mm. that mission solo now. Wow. Mm interesting hmm. crazy so people are just inviting them just for the sole purpose of taking them to post yeah
3: yeah because there's
0: like a community that stays in pre-searing there's and there's the rest of the community like actually goes and plays a game yeah crazy ah <laughs> uh, break last but not least let's move on to you sure
2: uh, I haven't really had a lot of time to play a lot of games lately so I just wanted to touch on a few that have dabbled in uh, the first one is uh, a game called satisfactory uh, I don't think there's a capital F in factory, but there should be. <laughs> um, it's from Coffee Stain Studios, uh, the makers of a Goat Simulator. Um, but it's essentially a 3D Factorio clone. Uh, with with uh, just kind of an interesting twist. Um, it's a lot more, I guess, uh, like newbie friendly as far as the game goes. Uh, but. It's, it's one of those, I don't know if it has a name for a genre, but I guess uh, Lazy Man's uh, survival crafting game. Uh, because the whole point of the game is to automate all of the crafting. And you're just creating all these different machines, creating machines to gather resources so you don't have to, and then creating conveyor belts to connect them, and, and uh, just absolutely raping this planet of its <laughs> natural resources, natural resources. <laughs> um which I it just assumed it, it's I... it just states like that's that's the mission be like oh yeah this this world's been untouched be like time for you to go and just pollute the shit out of it with uranium and coal and all this stuff um but they just released a uh sixth update they've kind of been updating the game uh still in early access they've been updating the game with uh uh, a lot of new features. The the map is uh, not random. Every single location, it's all been handcrafted and built. Uh, so there's a lot of, like, oh, there's this resource and that resource in this location. But it's a very odd terrain, so I have to build a factory that fits it. Um, and so seeing how different people build different factories that accomplish the same thing is is, uh, is pretty cool. Um, you know, I got a lot of people at my work addicted to it. What's up?
0: I was just going to say, we played this game one time, uh, Alex, Caleb, Abe, and I, and the thing that stood out the most to me in, in well, pretty much any game like this, like Factorio, anything that's like automated based manufacturing, is that everyone has such a different idea about what the the correct approach is to any scenario in that game. <laughs> and And I mean any single thing it could be like all right we need to generate some more power and there are four immediate ideas that are immediately acted upon and there's like no real planning it's just like four people going different directions doing different things and it, like it's it's just unique to see how different people approach the problems because they're you can do them so dramatically different in those games i don't know it, it's just really cool i really like all, that aspect all I of remember it aaron my- he likes it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> all i remember is playing factorio with abe and getting to a certain point where i was like yeah i know what's going on and then logging on the next day and being like what did you do <laughs> holy I crap just been a, this I is spent um, a couple hours working on this you've like beat the game at this point <laughs> like it's ridiculous i don't know what to help with anymore
6: they <laughs> like build a perfectly functioning thing and satisfactory and then aaron will come behind you and be like this isn't organized right destroy it all reorganize it yeah <laughs> Yeah,
0: that'll Damn. happen. Hey man, look, I'm telling you, there's four different approaches all hey, the time. How many working, people you're playing with? Except for the well, other can.
6: three approaches are wrong.
0: And <laughs> <laughs> need to be fixed. Not always. If they were, if they were like at least close to my approach, perfect, <laughs> excellent, wonderful. But you know, any game that that makes
2: you uh, get out some graph paper and a good old calculator and some. And a pencil and eraser and start That's too much. sketching, sketching mm-hmm. things out. I have a notebook. Actually, it's not a notebook. It's it's just a three-ring binder that is uh, full of about I think fifty some odd pages where I have templates on on creating. Okay, this type of uh, design will put out a hundred and you know two hundred and forty screws, you know, every minute. Or, or whatever, or this one's only 120, or this one's this, this one's that. Here's bigger factories that, you know, main things. Here's how I'm going to do power. And once you get later and later into the game, you know, all of the builds get more and more complex. There's more and more steps that it takes, and numbers start not getting so clean. So then you have to figure out, okay, I can either have a whole bunch of waste and have this be efficient, or I can figure out something to do with the waste. And, then, and the game does a really good, th- uh, good job of allowing you to unlock recipes where you can take waste and have it turn into at least something. And then also my, my pride and, and, and joy was they, they introduced trains into the game, uh, you know, a Factorio staple. Oh, um, yeah. And so figuring out how to be a friggin' train conductor made me lose my mind. Um, figuring out signals and taking alternate paths what whatnot whatnot but i had a a main storage facility that auto sorted itself all based out of four separate uh conveyor belts and like it, it would all just sort all all down this line i have a picture of it and i'll and i'll uh i'll send it over have it be just uh you know for for the audio listeners at home um so very much looking forward to the next update to come out uh i haven't gotten to nuclear power yet which is the last phase they have out uh but looking at it i am like oh my god i usually <laughs> i usually play it near the end of the year uh when when the snow is the thickest and there's not much to do outside so Uh, right now I'm just biding my time, waiting for the (laughs) next update to come out. Uh, another game that I played was a game called Chorus by, uh, from, from Deep Silver, a tried and true developer throughout the years. Um, it's an arcade flight sim, combat sim, um, similar to like, uh, was it X or was that other one that came out recently that I'm drawing a blank on? Anyway, it's, it, you know, outside the cockpit. Um, and it, it wouldn't be as interesting if it didn't have this drift mechanic. Yeah. Uh, which, which introduces uh, almost like a non-Newtonian Battlestar Galactica approach of uh, dogfighting in space, uh, which in reality is how it should be. Uh, it reminds <laughs> me a lot of, like, Beyond, Beyond the Red Line, which, if Alex remembers it, was a mod for Free Space 2, Mm -hmm. which was uh, sort of a staple of its space flight sim days. Um, And so just being able to drift in the same direction and spin around and keep going in that direction and shoot the guy behind you and then blow him up, blast past him, and then like drift around a space station while you're shooting a guy. And then you do like a 360 or 180, whatever. And it's just... Like it's it, it's really uh, kinetic and uh, like kind of intuitive mm-hmm. storyline so, is is like, yeah,
0: the controls but, like aren't aren't hard. Like it's not hard to grasp the concept of, of flying like that. All no. it is is when you hit the drift
5: button, when you hold the drift button, you continue moving with what, whatever momentum you had and you can turn
0: however you like. Oh, OK, any so direction, as you continue traveling the same direction, at the same speed, right? Okay, so it's just like you're maintaining speed, but you're using little, like, positioning thrusters to, like, change your orientation in space sort yeah. of thing. Yeah, yeah. So you can launch okay.
5: yourself forward with this guy in your tail. You can just flip around and shoot him while you keep traveling in the same direction. Or, That's excellent. Yeah, excellent. You can even do a little bit of, like, drifting, where you hit the drift button, turn a little you bit, feather and drift. It. Yeah, you feather it, and you're actually, like, like a car drifting, essentially. That's cool. There's a lot of really cool ways you can use it. It's really fun in combat. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I I mean, I think I think this would uh, even kind of folks that that aren't really big on this type of game. I think it brings uh, just enough that it's it's fun to just kind of fly around with it. I, mm, I really yeah. enjoy just flying around. Game looks good. Uh, they have a lot of sort of debris and objects in space that make it interesting to fly around and yeah. in dogfights one of the hardest thing in in dogfighting space games is that most of the time space is pretty empty mm. uh and you don't really have to think about oh i can't fly upwards because then gravity's going to make me go slow you don't have to worry about that so then uh but they they have it populated with a lot so you can uh you know do a little trench run Mm-hmm. Fly through really tight spaces and then drift and then spin around and, like, come out facing, like, parallel with the exit and start shooting guys as you come
0: out. And you're like, man, I am such a badass. Yeah. Is this, this going to make me feel like I'm, like, Alex Kamal flying the Rosinante. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. Okay. Absolutely. All right. I mean, it, if you,
2: if you want to start calling people Haas and, like, all that, <laughs> like, go for it.
0: Hey there, hoss. Yeah, all right,
2: hoss, I'm from Mars. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm a Mickey through with throat. Um, anyway, the last one that I played uh, kind of ties into what Jake talked about before with uh, Final Fantasy from developer Square Enix. Uh, it's a game by the name of Triangle Strategy Ooh. on the Nintendo Switch.
6: Best name for a game, actually. Yeah. Terrible. So bad. Confirmed. Yeah, <laughs> it is
2: god-awful. <laughs> Like I had, I, I was literally playing it on a play. So I, the reason why I bought this was, um, I was, I, I was going on a work trip, to San Diego for like a week, wanted uh you know, a good switch game for the long flight. Um, and had kind of exhausted everything that I owned and didn't want to get something that I'd already played just on switch. So I was just kind of looking around and then triangle strategy. And I was like, Oh, what what's that about? And then they were like, yo, turn-based tactics, and I'm like, go on. And <laughs> and they're like, yo, choices mean stuff. I'm like, go on. And they're like, from the develop- square enix developers, found facey tactics. I'm like, say no more. So picked it up. Um, it's it's pretty interesting. Uh it, it, very akin to their their previous uh kind of stints in this genre. Uh Primarily, I was I was hoping that it would be very much like Final Fantasy Tactics Advance for the Game Boy Advance. I don't know if anyone else played that, uh, but I played the shit out of that game. Um, great game, great game. Oh my god! Um, but the story starts out being very uh, like, oh my lord, oh oh, I'm your uh, like Sergeant Man, and oh my father's the Lord, and. And oh, it's this family, that family, and everyone's really like, I don't know. It it just doesn't seem real. The dialogue doesn't seem real, and so I was like, I don't know how I feel about this about this story. I was like, but you know, the the fights are cool, so you know, we'll keep going. And then you, after like two, three hours of playing, shit hits the fan, and then mm. everything just fucking goes nuts, uh, and everyone is is goes from being like happy-go-lucky to like oh my god my daughter got killed and i don't know what to do and it's like holy shit
0: everybody had implemented like a square strategy before and then, they're, yeah
2: they're, yeah so so i think the first the first battle where like this really like even your uh impacts and battle makes a difference i'll, I'll spoil this one because it's really the first one that happens but so uh, essentially, very Game of Thrones ish. There's there's this family that I'll just call the Lannisters, um, mm-hmm. and and they're scheming, and they they there's a resource that somebody else has found, and they've taken it over, taken over the mine secretly, and now they're going to attack all of the other lords and and houses to monopolize it, and. Then, like, the, the prince, the Targaryen, we'll say, uh, is, like, your best buddy, and he's hiding out in your castle. And then they're like, yo, we're sending a massive army to come and fuck your shit up. And it's like, okay, uh, we can either give the prince back, um, or we can, like, keep him here and uh, try and fight off this army. There's probably no chance that we will, but, but we can try. And uh, one part of the game, the triangle strategy is Mm -hmm. is that uh there's there's a scale and when big decisions come up all your party members uh start out with a position one one way or the other and your job is to go through and dissuade them and it's actually like the obvious answer is not right in front of you like you really have to think about how can i convince this character to to vote the way i want them to um and so if, if everyone votes to, you know, protect the prince, these people show up and they show up in force, a battle you definitely cannot win. Uh, but you can set up oil traps to essentially light your entire town on fire. Jesus Christ. And Why anybody, that, anybody that's, that's in the squares, you know, it's like a big grid. Anybody that's in those, those squares just gets melted. So you want to make sure your guys aren't in there. And then you want to lure those people in and then you like sh- hit the trap or the tr- the switch and then it lights them all on fire. Uh, but then you've literally just burned down your entire town. Now, people aren't in it when you burn it down, like citizens aren't in it, um, but you literally just burn down their homes.
5: And it seems for, for like,
2: yeah, like the, mm-hmm. the first half of the game, everyone's like, oh, my lord you've been so great to us like your family has always looked out our town is thriving like we do all this stuff so it gets to this point and i'm like fuck i can't i can't win this battle unless i burn this down like i'm sure there's a way that you can but holy shit is it difficult and and i had a guy next to me on a plane with a with a friggin' screaming baby so i didn't <laughs>
0: want to think about you know you playing out my every move so i just burned
2: down the freaking town
0: oh my god i hope frank's never in charge of something serious can you imagine that it's like right in front of a big leather lever and there's a guy there with a crying baby and he's like well you know what i've had enough for today <laughs> pulls the lever no i mean
2: if it, if it was that bad i would i would probably just like tell him to go away but you really
0: can't do that on a plane can't, can't do it on a plane <laughs> that's true that's true um can you so, just yeah. go
3: to the bathroom for the rest of the flight, please? Um,
2: so, so real quick story about that, right? Oh no! So, so this kid, you know, he's like, he's like a year <laughs> old, maybe nine months. I don't know. He's just having a fucking meltdown, and like the, his dad's like, you know, sitting next to me, and I'm like, it was literally one of those moments. hasn't happened to me in a long time, but I'm like, I'm sitting on this plane, and I see this guy with this kid, and I'm like, for the love of God, please don't sit next to me. And then he's like walking Mm -hmm. along, walking along. And I see him look at the row and then he looks down at the seat next to me and I'm like, son of a bitch. Mm -hmm. And and then he's like, hey, man, how's it going? It's like, oh, yeah, cool. Uh, Yeah. All right, I'm going to put my headphones in and just play this game. Mm -hmm. And this kid like keeps touching me. I mean, he was a cute kid, but he keeps like touching me and like kind of like hitting me. You know, kids just kind of move their hands a lot and he's just kind of like hitting me. I'm just taking it in stride. It's like, you know, kids just having fun, whatever, the hand-eye coordination, do your thing. But he starts just having a friggin' meltdown for like half an hour until finally, finally, this kid falls asleep. Mm. He falls asleep, and I'm like, oh, thank God. Five minutes in to this kid taking a nap, my body's like, hey buddy, you gotta take a friggin' leak. <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> T minus ten minutes, and the and and the dams opening up. And I'm like, oh, my god. And I was like, what am I gonna do? I cannot wake this kid up right when he falls asleep in his nap. So I am just sitting there busting. Just busting. Literally to the point oh, where no. like I got my legs crossed on an airplane, which you know, I'm like I'm like 6'2 in, you know, friggin' coach. So like I'm just this like fucked up pretzel, just trying to play <laughs> video game to distract <laughs> myself to the point that i have to piss so bad that that it's it, it like literally i'm i'm so thankful we were flying over a desert because if i saw like a <laughs> lake or like <laughs> a, a river it would have been over it would have been game over dude.
3: refreshments comes by would you like a water
2: and and it's <laughs> like no i don't want anything fuck drink it's like give this? me a bottle so i can piss at it <laughs> <The long laughs> floor for somebody God. else near you so so finally i see this kid start to stir and, and I was just like, I started going, like, I felt so bad. I was like, <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> and then finally the kid kind of like starts turning up as soon as I see him open, like, <laughs> open his eyes, I leaned over to the dad. I was like, dude, I don't, I don't mean to kind of, you know, rain on your parade, but I got to hit the head bad. <laughs> and He's like, Oh yeah, no problem. I must've taken like a 10 minute long piss.
6: Oh my gosh!
2: And as I walk in there, we start hitting some wicked turbulence. So I'm just getting banged all around this motherfucker, trying to you know trying trying to stay on target, and finally like just get back down. And then and then finally we started having con- the, the the dad and I had a conversation. He was Canadian. He said a a lot. Um, <laughs> wicked nice guy. You know, great family. And then uh, he started asking me about uh, triangle strategy. So that's how I'll tie that story <laughs> wow. up. Triangle Damn. strategy. Nice.
0: Wow. That it, it kind of reminds me of uh, when Alex was flying in the back of the plane, and that kid. Do you remember Alex? You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. He he was like leaning over your shoulder, wasn't he? The kid, the kid was completely not
6: being watched by the parents,
0: and like running up and down the
6: aisles, and like grabbing people and screaming. And then we were like in the very back and the flight attendant was like, I'll get wine. And then we just got free <laughs> wine. <laughs> hey,
4: all right. I'll Why cut. not, man?
2: I wish some old school grandma just like smacked that kid. Man. you like, what are you doing? What?
0: <laughs> all right. Let's, uh Let's, let's move on and talk about a couple games that multiple of us has played. Uh, first and foremost, the uh, free to play brawler battle Royale published by, Iron Galaxy, or I guess published technically by Epic Games, but developed by Iron Galaxy. Rumbleverse. man, Dave who played this.
3: Let me tell you what this game should be called: Fumbled the Bag. That's what Got it him. should be called. This game oh is Oh my bag. gosh! <laughs> we really don't
4: have to talk about this game that long. It's yeah. not very fun. <laughs> it's not
3: the greatest. Uh, it's a I melee told I was, battle royale. Oh, and I hate melee battle royales to begin with. So I was like, I texted Alex, and I was like, Hey, play it real quick. So we can talk about this on the cast. So I don't want to just come in all biased and be like, "Yo, this game sucks." And then he was like, two matches in, three matches in, and he like, I'm on mobile. He's like, "All right, I'm done with that." And I was like, "Okay." Mm-hmm. Um, it's not a couple, very fun. A couple of things. Um, I feel like it just mashed everything that's bad about both genres together. So it's just like you're you're constantly stun locked. Um, there's the constant like backpedaling. That's happening and then you like go forward a little bit and then you like use a move and it's like, well, I just fell into that trap. And then, um, there's the randomness of the loot. So you can get uh stamina. Well, also there's there is stamina. So it's like, you can't just fight forever. You there's like stamina meter that drops and then you can't do anything after that. Um, which I guess is their type of way of balancing like BR fighters or else you would just get pummeled by like 900 people at once without any getting up or anything there's potions there's attack potions stamina potions um and hp up potions so basically you can have more than the max health uh you can have more than the max stamina uh you can have more attack power and those stack i guess from what i saw the person that i watched the rest of the match play out he had like four or five of each Mm. um food heals you so there's like chicken and stuff like that 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 will heal you throughout the match Mm, Uh, and then there's like weapons there's like baseball bats chairs uh so real wwe style stuff um (laughs) you can just climb buildings like your spider-man fight on the top of them um tackle people off of them but ultimately it's just it should not be a vr it's just it's so weird
6: you say that and it sounds fun and i'm like maybe i should play it (laughs) but i've tried it's not fun (laughs) you still do run into a situation where you're just like stunlocked forever because there's like three people around fighting and you just you have no agency over your character for 20 seconds
0: it sounds Jeez. tight super fun sounds super duper fun uh let's talk about this other fun game though an actual mm. fun game a real mm. fun game gunfire reborn what we a game about this
3: a, a couple times on the podcast um i just put it on there because we've recently been playing it and progressing through it which is kind of cool and aaron's mm-hmm. actually
0: played it now yeah which i wasn't just sure a solid freaking game
2: yeah it's really good man it's, really good.
3: it's Ch- Borderlands. Ch-
2: China did good. <laughs> it's uh it's it's Borderlands roguelike like.
3: All yeah. you need to
6: know. Four player go up. We got the to thing, uh...
2: the only thing that I'll say that that isn't Borderlands about it, which because I think they say it in in like the in like a review or the trailer or something. <laughs> It, I, I thought by Borderlands it meant that all the weapons are randomized so right, they kind of yeah. have like different mm. component but there's really only a, a dedicated set right. it's just the stats that are on the weapons
6: yeah you yeah. get random rolls on the weapons yeah, but yeah, yeah. the weapons are all static yeah. so
3: we put we threw uh, Aaron into Elite for his first round then we played through Nightmare a couple times uh, beat Nightmare finally and then we got to uh, what is it called Re- Retribution
0: Retribution Level, yeah. one. And so, level 1. one reincarnation. reincarnation.
3: Thank you. Um, reincarnation level 1. And when we played through that, the only reason we beat that one is because I somehow happened across a build where uh, I would crit after dashing. My dashes were cooled down by crits. And I would constantly be invulnerable if I dashed three times.
0: So Within I was two just, seconds, right? Or like within three times within a second. And so you're invulnerable yeah. for two seconds.
3: Yeah. So I was basically just literally, I wasn't moving. I wasn't walking. I was dashing everywhere and using uh, the shotgun that fires rapidly to mm. get crits constantly. And Aaron was like, I'm going to go talk to J- Janae. Walks away. <laughs> comes I back later. Like,
0: I left for like 10 minutes during that boss fight because you were the only person alive, but you did no damage. Yeah. yeah. But you couldn't die. So you're just nuts. bouncing around.
3: And then the very, very, very final boss, Aaron had a a scroll to where he could tell me when he was about to go down, and so I was able to prepare my dodges to where I could be invulnerable to pick him up. Eventually, I accidentally let him die, but for like (laughs) half of that fight, it was just him and I, just constantly him going down, me picking him up, and then I just, for the rest of the fight, kept dashing around and killing the, the end boss. Uh, we decided to go back to Nightmare after that
0: because uh, we
3: need to level up our characters a little bit more.
0: Caleb and I just yeah. basically didn't play that <laughs> Yeah. True. <laughs> in, in, in a very good way, I think that game suffers from uh, the whole, like, sometimes you get a build that is just god mode, and other yeah. times you get a build that's like, why am I even participating? Which yeah. I know sounds awful, but... It's a draw of you, Rope, you, like so, mostly. It is. Yeah, it's so, is it's so good. weird
5: in a co-op format. Because I know. Of
0: that. I know. That's all right. You let somebody else take the glory once, and then the next round, you just freaking dominate. That's a really Which, good. Did deal did you when have you get like a f- build going, like though. 5 million hit shot or something? Single shot, something way shot up five there. Million single shot.
5: Image. You start out doing like 100. Stupid. Yeah. Absolutely
6: stupid.
0: All right. Last uh, but least added... in the game's. What? 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 Uh, I was going to mention
6: what? the one thing we haven't actually talked about with this game because we've never played Reincarnation before, but they add mechanics. Oh, right. Um, mm. They added two vendors, right? There's like a phantom peddler that will sell uh, enhanced versions of weapons and scrolls that have things on them that lower difficulty levels don't get access to. Yep. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's a guy at the beginning and several times throughout the run that sells you like a unique perk that is separate from any of the other systems in the game. Right. And you buy all that stuff with the like the soul essence currency that you the level up currency. Yeah, the level up currency.
3: Like real end 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 game stuff, like once you finish your tree and you know what character you're gonna play, like that's mm-hmm. you play that mode,
6: and then it's something to use that currency on after you fill right. out the tree for yeah, what it's, it's worth kind of cool the
0: the reincarnation modes, it's clearly just uh Diablo's Nightmare, because you start at one and then you can just go up and up and up. I mean, I don't know how high it goes, but you can clearly go to at least two and higher, so you're yeah. get We're gonna to, get you to just keep ramping up seven or eight. Oh my gosh! Awful, awful. Uh, last but not least, in games world, uh, Steam Decks. Alex, you got yours? Yeah, yeah. I wanted right? to mention I got my
6: Steam Deck, and there's a couple things that none of the other Steam Deck people have talked about yet. Hmm. Um, I've just been messing with like some of the stuff people have developed for it. They've got a emulator system built out for it now called Emudeck that integrates with Steam so that you can have emulated games to show up in your like Steam interface. Mm-hmm really slick, very cool. It works really well. Um and something really like there's a bunch of like crazy projects people are doing with it. Um the coolest thing I think I've seen is you can you can set up an emulator for a Wii U on a PC and then use the Steam Deck as a controller <laughs> and it acts as the Wii U gamepad. Nice. How freaking cool that's is ridiculous. that? <laughs> that's that's nice. That's, that's so ridiculous so cool. is what it yeah. is. Who spent the mm-hmm. time developing that? That's crazy. Wow. Yeah, I don't know. I, I've just been messing with a bunch of stuff. I just, thought, I just wanted to call those things out because super cool stuff that people are doing with the Steam Deck. Also, it just has like a desktop mode I didn't know about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And you can just hold the power button and switch to the desktop mode just on the fly. Could I, could I emulate Final handy.
2: Fantasy Tactics Advanced? Yeah, absolutely. Amen. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's, that's it. That's
0: what sold you. Um. Okay, I w- wanted to mention one thing here in News World. Uh, Arcane. Um, juried Emmy Awards. They won three awards, actually, today, which I think is actually pretty cool. Uh, they won for three in, uh, episodes for... Um, where is it at? Uh Just Lost it, Individual Achievement in Animation. They won huh? three di- for three different episodes, which is Happy Progress Day, When These Walls Come Tumbling mm-hmm. Down, and uh, The Boy Savior, which I think is pretty oh. freaking cool that they they did so well in these awards i mean it's it's an incredible show yeah uh, i just had a really long conversation with uh one of my coworkers actually who i did not know watched things that i watch and a couple of the things that came up one of which was arcane which he had never seen and i was like well if you watch anything that's animated at all this is like the craziest animation style i've ever seen granted i haven't watched like a ton but to me it just, it's wild looking um, and I, I just thought it was really neat that they won for individual achievement in animation. Wanted to mention that.
3: I thought there was going to be better news. Sorry, <laughs> I wish. I wish.
0: <laughs> well, like a season two. Yeah,
6: oh, it's coming cool. sometime. Yeah, yeah it'll day. happen it'll
0: someday. someday. Yeah. Initially mm-hmm. actually.
1: <laughs> uh,
0: on the o- on the other end of the spectrum, pretty sure that Dota Dragon's Blood Book Three dropped today. Today. Yeah. Yeah. Did
3: anybody watch oh, Book that's Two? That's why it was on the front I, page of
0: my. I watched Book Netflix. Two. It was the most fast-paced storyline of anything I've ever seen. God, it's wicked fast. I I feel like they were like, hey, look, we we wrote hour-long episodes, and then the producers were like, yeah, that's cool and all, but we're we're shooting for like 24 minutes, (laughs) and we don't want to miss any of the plot lines, so I want it all in there. And they're like, okay so they would cut to a scene the scene would last three seconds and they'd cut to a new scene and that was it that's all you catch on something you're just watching
3: Ray Williams johnson's equals three jump cuts in Uh. anime form (laughs) (laughs) Shows.
6: (laughs) i was on netflix today and dodo popped up for me and i was like why are you showing me this and i looked and it said start watching season two and i was like no and then i closed out of it because we watched season two on your account so i didn't even know that i was on
4: Oh no! Season
6: three. I just didn't even yeah. know it
0: was existed. So <laughs> that's cool. Maybe maybe they've recovered in season three. Season season one was incredible. Two was just weird. I don't know. Did I, I don't just know. hurt
2: you? Yeah. <laughs> you reminded me <laughs> that Ray William Johnson exists. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. One note in tabletop. Um, Caleb, Alex, and I have been spending some time over the past couple of years just playing different campaign games. We started out with uh, Gloomhaven, and then we tried to move on to three different games we played a little Mm -hmm. tainted grail which really cool story but kind of strange combat mechanics strange navigation mechanics and just a really slow paced game we also tried out um what the heck is the name of that? sleeping gods sleeping gods yeah uh which is yet another at some point while we're playing that yeah man (laughs) yeah because combat is just like so one-sided in that game i don't understand it but yeah, it feels it, I, pretty
5: unfair, the
0: combat. Very cool exploration-based campaign game that we tried playing, but I don't know. I got really burnt out. I feel like the two of you were kind of like, eh, about the combat, so we kind of stopped playing that. But yep. then Caleb, of course, who owns every campaign game ever kickstarted ever, nah, uh, shows up in the right. house and he's Come he's on. got three boxes that Alex and I have never seen, never heard of. And uh we start looking through of them and and we pick up this game called Stars of Acarios which we decided to start playing. And Caleb, I don't know. You want to talk about this thing?
5: Yeah, just a little bit. Um, mainly for the people who are a fan of Gloomhaven, this game is like if you took the Gloomhaven combat and made it into a space dogfighting game. Mm-hmm. It is Okay. It is an excellent dogfighting system for playing out the space combat. I have had so much fun with it already. We've only played a few hours, but it has been a blast so far. I think it's really, really good. It takes all the really good things that Gloomhaven has and puts it into this dogfighting maneuvers. And one of the downsides, it doesn't have an app like Gloomhaven that really handles all the enemies, but the enemies are a lot simpler to handle in this than they are in the base Gloomhaven game, because in Gloomhaven, they are incredibly complex.
0: Yeah. Also, I feel I feel like with these enemies, they did a really good job of making the game boards, like the game boards for the enemies and the players like so well-constructed that you can track them pretty simply. Yeah. I don't remember Gloomhavens being that well-designed from like Gloom- a... Enemy tracking standpoint
6: so complex. Gloomhaven yeah. has like a card with like a bunch of wedges, and you're supposed to put a ton of
0: cubes on each wedge. Yeah. To track enemies. Yeah, and no. It's so ridiculous. I'm, I'm okay. We should also mention with this game that uh that is only one third of the game, which yeah. is the Gloomhaven dogfighting <laughs> space combat part. Also, and I'm pretty sure what happened was this guy went and played three different games and he was like, you know what? I can turn this into a freaking sci-fi version and combine all of these things in one game, and it's going to be awesome. Uh, because he's got, we played a little Seventh Continent, which is like a tile-flipping exploration game where like the the world's always changing. Essentially, this game has a like a similar mechanic. You have these little tiles um, that you traverse with with your freaking characters. So your player mat. Has your spaceship, has all your spaceship stats, the upgrades, the blocks that track everything, like your hit points, your or your hull points, your uh, shield and your um what is it called? Stress, I guess. Is that mm-hmm. the right? Yes. Stress. And then also on the same playmat, you also have your character, which is the one that's flying the ship. And that character goes on like planet missions where you go explore parts of planets and you use character stats. And then on top of that, they're like, you know what, that's not enough. We should also <laughs> have a tainted grail-like system where you have these like larger rectangular cards and as you flip those over, you have like interactions within the card. So you like read something about the card and then you can choose to explore components on the card which are like um usually like uh, decision-based progress cards like you move from one space to another, you make a decision on how you're going to interact with something and it either benefits it's either to your benefit or your detriment. But Wow, really well constructed game so far, and we really,
5: we really deep with base exploration and dogfighting fighting and
0: planet exploration.
5: There's just a lot of stuff in it.
0: Yeah, very impressed. Especially if you like Gloomhaven, this is it's like a it's like a space carbon copy. Like mm-hmm. he took the whole like every every aspect. He took the if you're playing with two, three, or four players. Here's exactly how the board setup work. It looks exactly the same. Everything's a hex tile. It all has like the identifier on it that tells you how many. Elite enemies, regular enemies, or you're going to fight against. It's one well, of the best well
5: mechanics done. is uh, the advantage system, where if you are in somebody's back half, shooting at somebody's back half, essentially, you have advantage on all your attacks. And If you're shooting the front half, you don't. It's a really simple system that really incentivizes um, place, you know, placement, character
6: placement, yeah. <laughs> shooting people of...
2: in the butt. Yeah, that's right. The the butt.
6: Butt. so many mechanics directly from Gloomhaven, but it still manages to feel unique. Mm-hmm. And have like a completely unique combat system that is still using so many of those mechanics.
0: Yeah, it's weird. It's a weird mishmash. But it works somehow. It works. Yes, it works. Great. I don't know. We for the first time in I guess four board games at this point we have all seemed pretty enthralled in what we were doing simultaneously. I guess. Yep. Okay. Uh, let's talk about a couple things in film world. Uh, first and foremost, we should probably be talking a little bit about the Marvel phase five lineup i don't know did we get did we covered this a couple weeks ago did you guys cover this at all we did Does this not, happen since then because there
1: wasn't really much to talk about they were just like hey you know all of that stuff that we said was coming out it's coming out and now we've like named the avengers film like the untitled avenger films now have names to them cool yeah yeah like, that was kind of the the big thing. Oh, and also that Kevin Feige just decided that he was like, hey, you know Phase 4? It's done now. It's Phase 5 now.
2: <laughs> just Phase
1: right. 4 is over. Right. Which what? I was like, cool, I guess. So Phase 4 is the phase of fucking nothing. Um, <laughs> but that was just kind of uh, all that really happened out of that. But, you know, someone else was mm-hmm. here. So
2: obviously, someone Franky? else has opinions. Yeah. So I watched Doctor Strange 2. It, it, Great movie. Electric Boogaloo. Yeah. <laughs> um, interesting. Uh, but now I'm like, okay. So we've established some new, some new characters, you know, fleshed out, strange a little more. Uh, we got, you know, Shang-Chi, which I, I had totally written off, then I watched it and I was like, oh, this is actually pretty good, <laughs> except for the second right? half of the movie.
0: It's a pretty <laughs> solid movie.
2: Yeah, the second half of the movie sucks. First half of the movie, great. They got
6: some top-notch action sequences in that first yeah, two acts. Uh, first two yeah, acts there.
2: Yeah, in the first in the first two acts, and then the last act turns into I I don't know. Anyway, um, so I was like, oh, okay, you know, was, I I felt closure with Endgame, and I was like, great, just stop there. That's it. Just. You know, oh, another Spider Man movie? Okay, all right, I'll give you that. And then, and then it just, now it's just gotten completely out of control. And then after watching that, <laughs> Ashley was like, what, like, what is their plan? So she looked it up and she started just reading off all of these things. And, and just the more she read, the more and more my head just sunk into my hands. <laughs> it's just, uh, there's just like a group TV show. I don't get that. She Hulk. Yeah. Right? I, like just in order. It's just, it's just in order, right? I am Groot, okay? TV show about Groot. Great. Not part she- of the MCU, <laughs> but continue. She Hulk. <laughs> it's on Disney Plus, and it's got Groot in it. If it's not Marvel, I, there's going to be a Halloween special. Yes.
1: Also confirmed as not being canon to the MCU.
2: Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Okay. Hell yeah. Another Guardians of the Galaxy, but this time it's a holiday special. He's confirmed as part of the MCU because t- fuck you. They're, 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 <laughs> they're turning, turned into like Doctor Who. They're having like specials for holidays now, like Captain America just saving Christmas or something. <laughs> what if season two? How about could be cool. what if nice. we didn't do season two? Got him. <laughs> wow. yeah.
0: That would make me really sad because I'm pretty sure that's my favorite. Yeah, uh, what Marvel is a series. series.
5: Ooh, favorite. I yeah, it sucked get oh, out man. of here what's wrong with you
2: I think I think that Disney just loves money I mean they oh, do yeah. that's, they that's for sure they definitely do We've and known just that. the further and further I read down this list I'm like wow Disney's getting real fucking hungry so next yeah, I mean, we there's... got Kraven the Hunter I ain't finished son Craven the Hunter <laughs> I don't even know what this is who the Never fuck is that. this guy
1: uh, anyway, he a... is a Spider-Man villain I
2: don't even want to know <laughs>
1: <laughs> Why did we start? Why is this not the
3: starting? This, this is so. Such no. a good <laughs> good. I'm not
7: gonna lie.
3: Can they we just like transpose
2: this, this in the <laughs> Okay, I like yeah. Paul Rudd. Sure, I'll watch that one. I hope Michael Douglas is still alive when they film it.
6: My oh, goodness. goodness. Jeez. <laughs> Secret Invasion
2: coming in 2023. Looks like some kind of I don't know. Does that say Tim Allen? No, no, doesn't.
6: <laughs> okay.
2: And it looks like the aliens from Captain Marvel. I I thought that that alien was like the best part of Captain Marvel. The rest of Captain Marvel kind of sucked. Yeah, the Skrulls. Sure.
6: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, the green guys.
6: I thought Secret Invasion is supposed to be like a possibility for like what this the next, next arc big was arc ending. Yeah.
4: Yeah.
2: Oh. Yeah. Oh. Is is this is this going to be like the the thing that 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 shows Thanos at the end, whichever movie that was.
0: No, oh, the like the original one that showed Thanos, with the, like his character yeah. model looks completely different than the final. Yeah, Thanos. where, where he looks I believe like he
1: that's from the first Avengers.
6: It might be I, he's, he's <laughs> definitely in there in the later, first Avengers. I don't know.
1: Yeah, yeah, but I, I yeah, I I think I was I was discussing this, and I think the main problem that Marvel currently has is they've got so much stuff going on that it's not fatigue. But it's not all gonna connect, and you gotta you gotta name it something. Like you gotta you gotta let people know what storyline it's going down because they're obviously like you've got uh Falcon and the Winter Soldier and a bunch Blair. of things. Uh, yeah, but you've got a bunch of things there that it's obviously building up to the Thunderbolts.
4: Mm -hmm. And
1: that's fine. People are excited about the Thunderbolts. But I think you've got to tell people that, (laughs) like, hey, these are the movies that are building up in this storyline that are following, like, terrestrial Earth. These are the movies that's dealing with, you know, galactic, big, bad, whatever the fuck. These people are just fucking off into space because you have some of that inside of the comics of where, like, if you pick up the comic, they'll be like, yeah, here are a bunch of other issues that you should like that are like building up to whatever we're doing. And so I just kind of feel like that's how they need to go about it. So that way you can kind of start picking a lane and where you're trying to go and like watch it for that, because otherwise you're just going to be sitting there just being like, all right, cool. I'm watching the Hawkeye, you know, Disney plus thing. How does this have to do with uh the scroll invasion? It doesn't, but you're th- <laughs> I, like you know, like,
2: how does this have to do with Angelina Jolie? <laughs> yeah and so and so
1: i think they need to start like kind of organizing or naming things and not just being like hey phase four phase three phase," two, because those were all phases of a same story that were kind of like building up to a specific point now you need to have like phase five earth phase five galactic phase five or whatever i just, just want to know what all of this has to all do of,
2: yeah i don't i thought i was just saying all that just by going down this fucking list i don't get it i don't get disney <laughs> I, I don't, I don't get what they're doing well all of
3: this has to These do with harry styles crazy. that's my question
1: yeah oh right. and if
2: you care about that then you
1: watch all the <laughs> galactic shit right like i don't I, know but speaking I of like, galactic
2: thing... guardians of the galaxy volume three may 5th 2023 coming at you hard and fucking fast i don't know i don't know right you, be- another another spider-man spider-verse movie cool
0: that'll be great mm-hmm.
2: that's like the one thing i saw on the list i was like I'll watch that. D- that i watched that no. my biggest There's... thing is that like
3: marvel had a direction to go to when they were going into endgame right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it seems yeah. as if they are planting seeds in 300 different directions yeah and like
2: yeah. to grow big money trees they... but yeah
3: like, that's right they... but like but for... they're also... Because of what they built with Endgame, I think it's actually a detriment to to what they're like trying to do. Like I, yes, I don't know they're, trying, their, they're quote unquote to Endgame up. here, other than just get money. But they have like King the Conqueror introduced. Like they I have. I think they're like, just.
0: I I think they're just throwing stuff at the wall, and they're gonna wait and see what what sticks, what lands well. I mean, if you look at like the last few films they've done, like, there's such a dramatic difference in audience reception between. The Eternals and Shang-Chi and Doctor Strange and now Thor Love and Thunder. They're all so different in terms of whether or not people like them or they're well-received or not well-received. And I feel like they're just like, all right, let's just do all of this. We'll find something, some arc that people are like, oh my God, this could be, this could be the next thing, next big thing for Marvel. And then they just start running with it.
3: I think because of how <laughs> we grew up with Marvel, them doing this just throw crap at the wall is, is definitely in my mind hurting them because every time I go to a movie, I'm like, all right, how is this connecting to the next thing? How is this? So it's like they've, they've set themselves up for failure with doing the huge end game thing. And if you actually get it in your, in your head that just go to these movies for just the story of the single character and not it building towards something, then the movies are decent. They're just not on the level that they used to be leading up to end game. No, I, but then I mean movies I think, need to I be did,
5: named after their actual main characters, unlike right. Doctor <laughs> Strange. <laughs>
2: <laughs> like, like, the other thing too is is like now you should just do what comic books do, or you know, once they kind of establish their characters, they get some good mythos going, then they just go like batshit crazy. Like, I like just seeing like a buddy cop drama movie with fucking Thor and Spider Man in space. That would be cool. Like, yeah, just send that. Just make that. It, or like, oh, Captain America's stuck on a space station and there's Hydra. And and then, like, I don't know, a clone of Black Widow comes back to life. You know, just, like, fuck it, man. Like, just just do whatever. Just stop trying to make this grand shit every single time. They're like, oh, here's Hawkeye. It's like, look, man, Hawkeye's cool as, like, an ensemble, but by himself. Like, he's fucking Legolas with short hair. <laughs> like, let, 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 let's not fucking he get is. ourselves here and it's be like oh we need to make all this like dark drama it's like the only part of hawkeye that i like is when he's on an ensemble and his wife just cuz i like the, the the actress that plays his wife but anyway keep going on down the list speaking of hawkeye echo coming in summer 2023 <laughs> yeah i'm excited for I, that one yeah yeah
5: what is echo <laughs> Echo oh, is a character. From that was Overwatch. In-
1: no.
2: <laughs> Echo was a character
1: that was introduced in um, the Hawkeye series, and she is a uh, kind of uh anti hero uh, that is both uh, um, First Nations and uh, deaf. Uh, and so it's really cool to have seen her in the Hawkeye series, and the fact that they're like that—that's a very cool character combination in general. And the fact that they're going to give her her own kind of uh thing to kind of run with is very neat. And like she did—I mean, she shot Kingpin in the fucking face, so that was really cool. And I'm assuming that is going to be dealing with a lot more of the repercussions of uh what it's like to do that, and dealing with the the uh, the criminal underworld of New York. So.
2: I am excited to see uh, Echo. At least. Well, that sounds pretty boring. When like Thor literally blew up an entire fucking <laughs> uh-huh. world. Also, let me just let me just give you the synopsis of this show, okay? The origin story of Echo revisits Maya Lopez, whose ruthless behavior in New York City catches up with her in her hometown. She must face her past, reconnect with her Native American roots, and embrace the meaning of family, and community, if Hell she yeah. ever hopes family. to move forward. Fucking family. Uh, sounds
5: great. Hey, Loki mean...
2: season two. You're smoking crack, Owen. Put the pipe down. <laughs> Madam Web. I okay. Spider Man. Something. Sure. The Marvels. They're like a family. It's like Wandavision. There's mm. something. Candyman. Candyman. Whatever. Brie Larson's in it, so there's gonna be a lot of a- SJW Camilla talk. It's, it's 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 gonna be bad. X Men '97. What? Yeah. Okay.
1: Sure. Yo, we've got mutants now, okay? So mm-hmm. mutants are a thing inside of I the MCU. Are Let's go. Somebody I still th- called th- mutants in the MCU. They are called mutants. Mm-hmm. They they finally have un, un- uh, with a uh, um uh Ms. Marvel happening at the end they're just like hey your genes are And they literally say you're a mutant your genes mm. are mutated and so and like when they say that the little theme from uh x-men 97 plays in the background and so you're like oh shit we doing it boys here we go like we've got Let, mutants. let's nice. just
2: keep let's just keep raping cartoons from our childhood <laughs> oh, fucking blade God. that's a lot november 2023
0: hey Blade? I'm excited about this. Yeah, That's, Mahershala- this is the only Mahershala- one on the list that I'm like. Yeah. I'm like,
2: okay. Sure. Let's bring Blade back. Let's get Stephen Dorff back in the you know, game. You know.
0: You've said you've said this is the only one on the list that I'm excited about like <laughs> five <laughs> times since you started. <laughs> yeah. It's no, but, but but
2: but like Blade has come up. Like so, Ashley was like Blade, and I was like, fucking Bl- what? <laughs> Wesley Snipes is coming out of prison for this shit. <laughs> I think he's out of prison now, but. Um, Agatha the chick from WandaVision Junk El Muerto (laughs) A wrestler who fights Spider Junk (laughs) Spider-Man Beyond the Spider-Verse Junk junk. Daredevil Born Again Maybe Yeah Captain America The New World Order Wait
1: is Daredevil Born
3: Again Like a Christian movie
1: no yeah I mean, <laughs> technically yes because it, i mean daredevil is a catholic superhero like he <laughs> he is he is, and uh in the born again story from the comics uh it has a lot to do with him uh wrestling with his faith
0: so well, i well, mean does that, is that, is that ever true? show up
2: in this show yeah because i've
1: actually fucking read the comics that's
0: freaking crazy wow hmm. all
2: it, a new captain america movie with with the with the guy um with Falcon, yeah, I never really liked Falcon, so nah. I'll probably skip out on that one.
6: No, is he Falcon, or is he Captain America? At this He's point. Captain America now. That's the entire point.
2: And it's like at the same time, dude, you have a fucking wingsuit. What do you need a shield Falcon for? America. It's a block. It's, it's a, a blo- block. He has a
7: wingsuit. <laughs> he just doesn't need a block. He just moves.
3: He can also block with his wings. I mean, yeah, he, he did
7: that. With his, wings. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Stupid. Now he can that. attack with the wings while he blocks with the shield. Let's <laughs> uh, uh, see, typical Pacifica- Dark Souls. Ah, okay. uh, yes.
2: He's got to get the parry just right. Mm-hmm.
7: Thunderbolts.
2: Fuck it. Fantastic <laughs> Four again for like the fifth time. Fourth time. The- maybe. maybe. Um,
7: so re reboot. It's the tagline for that one. We'll definitely get it right this time. <laughs> I mean, Fantastic <laughs> Four isn't coming out until
1: what twenty twenty six? I think they said. So at so, least we have some time. Holy cow! Yeah, some time ahead. <laughs> well, yeah, because Fantastic Four and the two Avengers movies that Frank is, I'm sure, about to mention are all in Phase Six. So they're not mm. even in the next phase that's starting next year. They're in the one after that. So you know. I- I
0: really Really wish the last
2: 2024
0: for Fantastic Four. Oh, okay. So I was off a little bit. I I really wish they wouldn't have made the last one because I really like the cast that they had for the last Fantastic Four. That was an absolute just dumpster fire of a movie. They're like all really great actors
2: suck. (laughs) (laughs) Just as comic book heroes like they suck. Also, I
0: really feel like they should just bring back. You just bring back Chris Evans as the human torch with no explanation, just have him be the <laughs> Don't human address torch, yeah. At all, yeah. No, yeah. I agree, <laughs> it would yeah. Be excellent.
2: And now that he's not doing like his Captain America like workout routine, he's starting to get a little chub on.
6: <laughs> Dang, oh man, Spider Man, is
2: it gonna manure, be yo? <laughs> is it gonna fresh be manure, uh... baby? <laughs> 2024.
6: Brzezinski is um. Friggin' Spider-Man. It's supposed year to be with,
2: with Tom Holland nice. approaching his fucking thirties. <laughs> <laughs> they're probably gonna de-age him or some shit. I don't know. Just just fuck everything in Hollywood at this
0: point. Marvel Zombies. Mm. <clears throat> Frank, I feel like you're really excited about. I mean, the future of Marvel.
2: I I hate what they are doing. Mm. <laughs> everything about it. It's just, I, I, I see everything that they're trying to do and I, I just don't like it. To, and, then we got, and then we got, and then we got back to back Avengers movies, baby. Back to back. May Heck yeah, baby. 2nd, 2025 Avengers, the Kang dynasty sounds tight. I don't know who Kang is, but he's got a dynasty.
1: It's being directed by the guy that, uh, directed, uh, Shang-Chi. So they're assuming that there might be some sort of connection between Shang-Chi and
2: this Ooh. film. Oh. Out, of, out, of, out of an Avengers lineup, the only person I'm actually excited to see in an Avengers lineup is probably Shang-Chi. Get his 10 rings on. And then Avengers Secret War followed, like, what is that? Oh. May, which is uh, what? Five? That's five, six, six months. Another Avengers movie, 2025. Avengers Secret Wars. It's a secret.
5: They are ending <laughs> with secret. How War. are they going to
7: film it? <laughs> it's, it's a secretly.
5: secretly. Yeah. Oh, they're it, not
7: gonna tell anyone. It, everybody's it. got GoPros. Oh my like God! Why Frank does?
0: Shows.
2: Why does this keep going? Deadpool three. Let's go.
0: It'll go forever, Frank. You can just, just keep reading that list for forever.
2: Don Cheadle. Did you say back armor in the, wars? Back in this? No. Yeah. yeah. Ar-
0: armor wars. Armor. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Armor wars.
2: It's it's a it's a twenty it's a twenty minute movie in and out. <laughs>
7: Tony Stark just gets really into Arma, and that's the whole movie. <laughs> <laughs>
2: He's like, I don't understand how this works. How do I take cover? I don't need to take cover. <laughs> just blow it up. Just bl- Yeah, I'll just <laughs> get the Push red and gold thing that I made in space. and just comes down and shoots everything. And then uh, just to pad out this list that they have, which I'm sure there's an even longer one out there, Wakanda, TV show, drama in Wakanda, drama-conda. <laughs> there's anacondas in wakanda
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm frank i'm i'm so happy that you're so excited about the future of marvel
2: i am the biggest marvel fan out there because i watched <laughs> like a couple movies and read the comics as a kid but i'm really not i yeah. I, I just i just want to watch like a good movie
0: hey man you'd be Let's like see.
2: the the, com- the comics can stay there
0: Disney Disney just wants to be and needs to be a money making machine. Well, that seeing is, us
2: how they just took Star Wars and just piled drove it like into the Earth harder than that like Mars rover that we sent, but we <laughs> we we did everything in meters, <laughs> and, but it should have been in inches. I remember did, we did Imperial I, versus metric. I, and we I just, know exactly dude, we what you're talking like, about. Like yeah. they just they just fucking cratered that motherfucker. <laughs> The next time I see a Millennium Falcon Teased in a teaser trailer I'm fucking throwing up
0: <laughs> Just on, on, on command on Like Earthless. I swear
2: to god I swear to god like three years from now They're gonna bring Chewbacca back And it's gonna be a deep fake Of Peter Mayhew But it, he's in the Chewbacca suit And, and it, it's gonna be like dude They're deep faking Chewbacca what, what fucking world do we live in They're just like not letting these people die
0: all right, all right, all right, all right. So, speaking of Star Wars, because this was oh, actually uh, the next subject anyways. Oh, my God, we have uh, more
7: subjects? Are you serious? Oh, yeah, <laughs> unfortunately. We were, we
0: were supposed to touch base on uh, Star Wars catch-up because Alex has been spending literally every waking hour that he's not interacting with other human beings Which watching is... everything Star Wars that he possibly can. I've been real lonely on Mumble because he's been watching <laughs> all of this.
6: I just wanted to mention my findings on recent star wars activity yeah let's go i so i didn't want to watch kenobi before i watched all of the clone wars Jesus i don't know why Christ. yeah exactly <laughs> that, that's why? the direct response so okay? i watched seven seasons of the, the clone wars animated series <laughs> yeah and, uh, and good show time? actually it, really good isn't show. It? thank you that is probably the best star wars uh in recent memory uh, you are not saying facts bar. that we all know. It's better. I mean, it's it's, true, it's I think it's b- it's better than the recent trilogy, and it's better than most of the shows that have come out. Better than Mandalorian, huh? I like I Mandalorian better. Yeah, I was gonna say Mandalorian. I would season one better.
0: Season yeah, one. I, yeah, yeah, I sure. like
6: Mandalorian a lot. Um, but there's a lot of context that you get from watching that show, mm-hmm. which people I just I don't think know about. For instance, I also watched Boba Fett recently okay show uh, no. yeah. Yeah, the the, the book of yeah yeah the book of boba fett
0: yeah the book fett. of boba fett man he means what he means is mandalorian season
6: 2.5 yeah book of boba fett is uh, solid owen fine mm. there's there's um, more
0: of a pause that
2: you need there Yeah, there is yeah,
6: Thank yeah. You,
2: Owen. yeah owen how would you call boba fett the book it's... of boba fett fine see you need
1: the pause yeah
6: and it was a, that was I mean, a staccato I you, you find, essentially so just probably... called it trash. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I
5: heard.
1: I mean I it's... liked it. I I I'll watch it again, but I don't think that it was uh, the best showing of Star Wars. But garbage. The John... example to go
6: along with my, my Clone, yeah. Wars topic, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, Clone Wars topic, the the climax of the Boba Fett series, uh, a character from the Clone Wars shows up, that there's like a lot of history with him yeah. between him and Boba from the Clone mm-hmm. Wars. Mhm. And if you hadn't seen that, it's just some random alien that shows up for no reason and dies pretty quickly. And you're like, that had zero impact on anything. It, it, what was the point? All the impact. He's the reason why Boba Fett has a fucking dent in his helmet, man. Right? He's Cad fucking Bane. Like, Boba goes on fun space adventures in the Clone Wars as a child with Cad Bane and learns to become a bounty hunter and stuff. Yeah.
7: Like, it, is Cad Bane a cat? No, yeah, Cad. it's C A D Then I don't I don't care. <laughs>
6: He's got a cool voice, though. Yeah, There's that?
7: Is that a cat voice? No. That's the only thing <laughs> okay. that I remember about Cad Bane,
2: is that his voice is... is uh, whoever whoever did the sound for his voice uh,
6: did a really good it's job. It's so but good. I guess what I'm trying to say is, like, seeing the Clone Wars animated series enhances all the other Star Wars properties. Yes, it does. Because it actually makes the prequel trilogy way better in my eyes, too. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Which is super weird, because it expands so much on Anakin's character, he, and really the the issue actually makes
2: him a character
6: yeah yeah the the issue i found with the prequel trilogy he didn't didn't like sand
2: didn't like sand thank you everyone (laughs) everyone knows this everyone knows
5: that
6: i've i've discovered the main issue with the prequel trilogy is that hayden christensen is a bad actor and (laughs) if you just like get him out of there and let anakin develop as a character it's way better
2: see hayden christensen is actually a pretty good actor like no. if, if 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 you watch, if you watch some of his like he's been in a couple like indie movies like before he got into Star Wars they were actually pretty good.
6: Have you seen the the one where he runs a pizza shop with his family yes. and there's a girl with the other pizza it's shop? so
1: good. And they fall dude.
6: in love and he's like oh. 40 and she's like 22.
0: Yeah, yeah he's supposed not. to be somebody who's like 22 <laughs> in the movie <laughs> yeah, right
1: that's that's yeah. the worst part is he's obviously supposed to play someone who's like 20 something and you look at him and you're like that dude is old
6: <laughs> like yeah is that is 2018 movie.
3: film called little italy
6: yep oh. well i mean the, the animated series it made me happier with padman anakin's relationship before it was like very weird and he was super rapey in the second movie and then suddenly they got married
3: Man, that would be but, a great segue for our next segment
6: uh yeah i don't know i i'm very happy with that series and also kenobi was okay also i watched kenobi
0: Uh, this is where i'd like to cut in real quick because i watched kenobi when it came out uh it's six episodes it was originally supposed to be a movie and then disney was like yo let's make some more money so they turned it into a six episode (laughs) streaming series on disney plus and in my opinion absolutely ruined the show Uh, Mm. I think there's a lot of good aspects to the show, but I also think there is just a lot of sludge you have to get through to get to the good parts. So I recently noticed that there's this guy, he, he did a super cut of it into a two and a half hour movie, took out a lot of the content that did not belong in the show, added like wipe transitions. And I watched it actually (laughs) last night in preparation for the podcast, knowing that Alex had just finished Kenobi. Mm -hmm. I think it is. So much a like far and away a better take on the story of Kenobi in that time, yeah. That it just makes the series just almost not even worth spending the time watching the six episodes. Like you should just yeah. go watch the cut. It, it is so much better. It's incredible. How long I is, is cut going to be? Uh, Before Disney like sues the man? <laughs> yeah. Who knows? I don't know. I mean, I mean,
2: if they're smart, I would hope that they would hire him.
0: <laughs> I mean, there's, there's <laughs> he fan edits for is that it's so that, that way,
2: he, he's just like reports to Kevin Feige and then like some some like corporate guys just like, "Okay, okay. Let's take Spider-Man and let's turn it into a TV show." Okay? It's going to be like two seasons. It's going to, you know, we're we're going to have like crazy shit. Rhino's going to show up and and then this guy who did this cut just comes in. And he's like, "Actually, I could probably cut that down into a solid movie." And, and then they watch and, it, and then and then it's just. But you have to shoot the TV show first.
0: <laughs> That's a very like artistic a approach. There's yeah. just there's the, uh, has everybody seen Kenobi? First of all, nope. I haven't, okay. but I well, don't care. But yeah, I one I of w- one of the, yeah, one just, of the main characters. The, the third sister, like, I, I really like her as a character, but I feel like they just, at the end, the culmination of the series, there's this scene with her on Tatooine that I feel like just, I don't know, like, just basically ruins her character. Oh, yeah. I hate it. Uh-huh. I hate the scene entirely. It Does doesn't even doesn't... exist in the new film. In fact, a... it so much doesn't, or in the, in the recut, it so much doesn't exist that you feel like her character arc is exactly what you want it to be. It culminates in at the right time. And there's like none of her for the rest of the film. And it's yeah perfect. Just like it should have been. Man, I mean, you guys need to watch it. You don't need to watch it. Doesn't make
6: sense to me to begin with.
1: Yeah, it doesn't. Thank you. Yeah. Like, I like, I like having a protagonist as uh, uh, one of the sisters, but her role seems so odd. Like her specific storyline. I was like, if you're just going to rip off, uh the um Fallen Order, because let's face it, a lot of the best parts of this the of that TV show were them ripping off Fallen Order. Just mm. do Fallen Order or do it better. Like, I don't know. Like there was there were so many things like that that was just so like, you could have had better character arts, her, but you it seems just too jumbled.
6: I mean her motivation she joins the Empire and becomes an Inquisitor. And her motivation to do that is because the Empire Killed all of her friends as, when she was a Jedi youngling. Yep. For some reason. That makes zero sense <laughs> whatsoever.
7: I don't understand what part of this is confusing to you. <laughs> She's like, I gotta join
6: the Empire so I can get close to Darth Vader because he killed my friends. Mm-hmm. And in the process, I'm gonna be the most evil person and also kill Jedi myself the entire time. and And not just, like, go undercover and try to infiltrate and get close. And like maybe you're forced to do some bad things along the way to get to your end goal. No, I'm gonna needlessly be ruthless in every scene possible, and like have the Grand Inquisitor stop me from straight murdering people in cold blood in certain scenes. You know and my motivation called? is is because I'm a good person trying to get to Darth Vader. That's that makes no trauma sense. Trauma she's got to work through. It makes no sense whatsoever. That, it,
0: I, I I don't, don't think it. I don't think the. So, again, here you go. I don't think the, the recut of this portrays her as a good person. Nice. Yeah, which is <laughs> a very excellent decision. Like, a- everything he cut out was... Per- you mean, You know that infamous scene where uh, Leia, as a child, is somehow outrunning three goons in the forest? <laughs> yeah. for so stupid. For, like, five minutes straight? Mm-hmm. Yep. Doesn't even exist in this. Why would you ever put that in the series? Oh, wait, because you need fluff, because you've turned it into a six-episode series. Absolutely... Yeah. This Stupid. this series has
1: the least amount of overview from uh God what's his face with the cowboy hat that did all of the cl- uh, Clone Wars um Timothy Carlton
2: uh
5: <laughs> Timothy <Aliphant>. none <laughs> of those people <laughs> the Guy with the uh, cowboy hat I mean when do you
6: want the, the Marbro
1: man oh God what is his name
6: so um, Leia to comment on your chase through the forest scene she's portrayed as like a very precocious child which I like. I feel like they could have easily done some sort of like Home Alone, like she's using a bunch of contraptions that she set up to escape situation to extend that scene if they wanted to, but she's just in a forest, outrunning three grown men for some reason. She is speed. I... Dude, it's so bad. <laughs> it could have There's been s- done smarter.
7: She's a Skywalker. Um, she used, used force, the force. Yeah, She used the force. Frank fucking gets it. I mean, yeah. check my YouTube uh,
2: she channel for the... my 20-minute-long explanation <laughs> of why that scene actually makes sense.
6: <laughs> she used, like, yeah. the force to, like, pull herself towards the spaceship. This is, like, the origin of that. But she, like, yeah. pulls herself farther along the forest.
2: No, it was a push. Faster. It was a push. Because it because it, it can't be a pull. Because the pull is at the end, and the push is at the beginning. <laughs> you see? It's all poetry. Oh it's all poetry. and poetry. <laughs> It rhymes. <laughs> meanwhile george Lucas is like yeah that makes a lot of sense yeah uh, you know it's all just kind of that's that's well, really why i was i was really disappointed jar jar didn't show up in in obi-wan kenobi but
1: i i mean the what I, the point that i was trying to make earlier was dave filoni had little to do with it and dave filoni oh. is like it, it, i mean he is the biggest star wars fanboy and if there's anyone who's going to do anything justice it's going to be him and so like you you feel the Star Wars projects that Dave Filoni is not part of because a lot of stupid things like just running in the forest for five minutes happens. But then when mm. he's there, you get things like Clone Wars and Mandalorian, and you're like, wait a second, this shit slaps.
3: Was he not in seven,
1: eight, and nine? Uh, he was not in seven, eight, and nine. No, because yeah. he was he was too busy over in Clone Wars again. Like, and, and he it is interesting because he like. Everybody agrees that the second worst thing to happen to Star Wars is George Lucas, because he's just he made a good idea and then should have then been taken away from that good idea. Uh, And Dave Filoni is like a student of Lucas, like he was trained by him, but he's smart enough not to do all the stupid shit that Lucas did. And Mm -hmm. so that's how you don't have a Jar Jar. And so you're like, yeah,
0: this guy, this guy gets it. (laughs)
3: Yeah, but Judger not being a Sith is, like, the ultimate
5: crime.
0: (laughs) Listen, moral of the story here, just go watch the Kenobi recut. Yeah. The Patterson cut. It's worth it. Worth it. You don't have to watch six episodes. You can watch two and a half hour excellent movie. I'm working
2: on a a Kenobi cut of my (laughs) own. thanks i just just have more banthas in the background i added them in digitally because computers are the future also i just needed more lightsabers there weren't enough lightsabers in this scene so i added in like 200 jedi in the background they're all just kind (laughs) of standing around
1: that scene was solely just so he could have his daughters meet in sync which was very stupid
0: uh let's last but not least here in the film section uh with engage kiss
6: yeah okay so i i <laughs> Aaron's like i don't know what this is
5: where's this one going how do i transition it's an anime right yeah it's an anime uh
3: so browsing tiktok here and there i find animes and decide to watch them um i saw like an action sequence and then something that alluded to this anime uh being super horny and I read through some comments and stuff like that, and they were just like, "Yeah, you could tell this anime is going to have like that waifu, and it's going to be like, oh yeah, it's going to be it's going to be like almost high school DxD." And so I was like, "Sign me up." Uh, so-
4: <laughs> <laughs> anyways, I
3: I actually started watching it with Caitlin, and to my surprise, the internet's wrong. Mm-hmm. It's actually not as horny as, as as you would like it to be. <laughs> um, basically the plot. <laughs> The plot is, um, there's demons that, that pop up around the city and there's, uh, like demon hunters and, uh, there it's a bunch of just <laughs> regular humans that are hunting these demons, but there's one, uh, the main character and the main character's is like, uh, chicky waifu girl companion, whoever, um, are like super powerful because she's like a semi, succubus maybe like just like a devil kind of person she basically like the way she powers up is she kisses him so that, yeah. that is how uh she powers up there is a twist that kind of starts to reveal itself like four or five episodes in um where the protagonist is actually or the the main character is actually like losing something every time um she takes the power from him uh and it's honestly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
4: it's honestly like mm-hmm. a it's really like real cool life.
3: anime. Like the it's beautifully animated. The action sequence is like um, kill a kill kind of level of uh, battle scene. Um, the narration of like the story and what's happening and uh, is actually kind of complex, more so than just like you know, in character kiss girl fight. There's
2: there's a lot more going on, which is really cool. They whip they whip out the French kiss for when they've really got a big fight coming.
0: I, I mean I the first that, kiss I was, that's where he was going with... I thought you were like, and the big twist is actually she powers up differently if she doesn't kiss him on the lips. No, <laughs> no, no. A wink, a wink. <laughs> Bring just, it. Bone city. They've only <laughs> they've only
3: alluded that the, the kiss is all that's needed to power up. Oh, but um, I will mm-hmm. say the first time it happens. First of all, this anime starts off, and if you didn't watch any trailer or anything, it starts off wild. Because it's just some rom-com, very co- like very low-key anime, and then all of a sudden, there's just de- death and dismemberment happening. It's, it's just wild, Excellent. the direction it takes. But the animate the way they animate the kiss is probably why people call it horny because you basically see the tongue action and like the, a little mm. drool that like goes between them and like the yeah fuck? you you get to see you get to see some <laughs> some, some hotness there. Um, but yeah, you no, watch this, this with your wife. Yeah, Who's- yeah, no, this 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 anime <laughs> is like she like mean, this edit is, is, is really good. Who's fucking
1: so?
2: No, 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 take it back. Who's drooling while they're making out? <laughs> Also, this who, guy who, I have, I who mean... drools from like one kiss? You got over <laughs> overactive salivary glands. Correct. With the oh yeah,
3: you see, you see Correct. a little fang while she's going in for that kiss too. Like it's great. Cars mm. up. She looks. She looks nice in her devil costume.
0: Uh huh. Sleek looking, nice. Yeah. Nice. I think.
7: I think there's another anime. Where the same thing, where the main character powers up by making out with girls, it, it's like, um, maybe it's Dungeon Only I Can Enter, something <laughs> like that. I don't know, I've not watched, it. I've only heard Legends. That's a more you run out.
3: <laughs> <laughs> There's another anime that's airing right now called Vermel and Gold, and it's li- literally it's, it's the same plot pretty much <laughs> where female is getting power from male, uh, and It's succubus, and that one definitely don't watch with your significant other.
2: (laughs) No, where's where's the ninjas at? Whatever happened to the ninjas? They don't they don't do those anymore,
6: Frank. Are they doing Samurai Shampoo? Neither. Two Electric Boogaloo. Don't you watch like every seasonal anime? (laughs) No. Do you know how many there are? (laughs) No. I don't know based on Plex, I'm like, oh, another, sh- another season of anime starting. All these shows have shown up. It's <laughs> <He's
5: wasting laughs> like three. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Only three.
3: Come on, Alex. I would recommend Engage Kiss. I'd give it a chance. I think the the, the comments of be, it being horny is definitely... It's a little... It's it's not there. It's, there's, it's not
2: there. Listen, there's if, way there's more... dro- if there's drooling... I don't know, man. Sounds pretty horny. <laughs> I,
3: I think they animated that kiss weirdly, but the rest of the show is just... uh. I mean, there's some cool narrative to what's happening with the main character, and uh, I don't know. It's, it's, just, it's cool. It's cool to watch. It's a fun
0: watch. It's a fun watch. Just wait till season two, bro. you going to be a lot more powering up in season two, I oh, yeah. tell you. Fun to watch
2: <laughs> with your Alex, life partner.
0: You you really got to stop saying, oh, yeah, in the way that you say it. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to
6: help you, dude, help you get your point across. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> All right, season two we, is we to be on the normal streaming board. site, so you're going to have to go to a special site for that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the yeah, beginning of, of this
3: cast, we talked about Hard West, and now we're talking about Hard South. So, I mean, we should probably...
1: Oh, okay, can we stop? Can we? <laughs> I no longer want to be here.
0: <laughs> righty. well, uh, catch us back here in two weeks, where we learn about more of Chad's new favorite anime that it have lots of different types of powering up. Very excited about that. Mm-hmm. Alex is going to Oh yeah, every episode. Oh, you're excited uh, about it, huh? <laughs> Don't bite Wait. your bottom lip like that, Alex.
2: <laughs> Wait, is, yeah. is, is Hard South in reference to Obi-Wan Kenobi?
0: Yeah.
6: Okay. Yeah. You get to see a lot of Obi-Wan finally just having sex. That's right. Just, After all, just all those years of the Jedi. In Clone Wars? <laughs>
7: we've all in been Clone waiting. Wars? Bro.
6: So you're telling me
1: Obi-Wan Kenobi is more horny than Engage Kiss? I mean, watch him in Clone Wars. He definitely fucks. <laughs> Man, he specifically literally, doesn't because he's a I mean, Jedi.
7: Literally, never watching Star Wars for the rest of my life. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it's like it's, right.
2: they don't do like the swing thing. It's just like Obi Wan sees sees something, then you just hear like the lightsaber noise turn on. Just... <laughs> this is the dick you're looking for.
6: Oh my!
0: Oh, <laughs> gosh! We gotta go! We gotta go! <laughs> yeah! Thanks this is for totally much for derailed,
6: us. baby. This thing is spinning through uh, the air. We're about to hit the ground. Aaron, take us right. out.
0: I got us! I got us! Thanks so much for joining us, guys. We'll catch you next time. See you.